Welcome to the Cinema Sit Down Season 2, Episode 2? Three. 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 Episode 3. Yeah. Thank you for clarification. (laughs) And we are still doing Oscar-nominated or written movies that were either won or nominated. Nominated. Yes. And uh, I'm Portia. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even say anything. I'm Jerry. That's Oscar. Yeah. I'm Oscar. Oh, I didn't say anything, did I? No. I'm Daniel. I'm Jerry. Now they know what podcast they're yeah, on. Okay. You know, Welcome in case back, guys. you were confused. Sorry. Sorry. Welcome back. Yeah, they're like, shit, am I listening to Joe Rogan's podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> Do podcasters have names for their audiences? Is that a thing? Yeah. They have like a fan. Oh, fan name for them? Yeah. Sure. I bet they do. Yeah. H3 has the foot soldiers. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're <laughs> still doing Oscar picks. <laughs> and yes, we are. It's uh, it's my turn. What was this yeah. nominated for? Um, well, I don't want to know the title of the movie. I just want to know what it was nominated for. It BP. was it was nominated BP? for Best Picture. Oh, BP. Best performance by an actress in a leading Not role at the time. Okay. Best directing, <clears throat> and it won for Best Writing slash Original, Original Screenplay. screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I. Um. Cool. What are we doing, guys? We are doing. Whose favorite movie is this? Yeah, who whose favorite movie? (laughs) And did it come out in two (laughs) thousand seven? We're doing Juno. Um, Yay, Juno! It is in fact one of my favorite movies, and it is the movie that inspired me to start writing. In fact, we didn't even watch it. Portia just like memorized the script, and so she said it to me on the couch. (laughs) I just verbatim like acted out the whole thing. It was like charades in real time because the movie was playing in the background, and we just turned the sound off. I I didn't need it. Perfect. So you know it well then. She even sung the songs too. Oh, yeah. Jerry extra loved that part. Yeah. I bet he did. I feel like I kind of tortured everyone into watching another uh, favorite movie of mine, but I don't care. I had a great time watching it. Should we get into the synopsis? Yeah, Please. let's do it. Uh, future stand-up in the making, 16-year-old Juno McGuff has found herself pregnant in the midst of her junior <gasps> year of high school. At oh first, she tries to procure a hasty abortion, but changes her mind and takes her family and friends on a wild ride through finding her future parents in the penny saver. <laughs> getting kicked out of an ultrasound clinic. That's right. And a very uncomfy friendship with Jason Bateman. <laughs> Juno came out on December 25th of 2007. It's rated PG-13. It's one hour and 36 minutes long. It is produced by Fox Searchlight Pictures, Mandate Pictures, and Mr. Mudd. Uh-huh. Directed by Jason Reitman and written by the incomparable Diablo Cody. Can I just mm-hmm. say something about his name? Please. It's Fire. Her name is Fire. Yeah. Badass. It's Fire. Diablo Cody. Actually, this kind of sounds like a video game. I could see, like, on the back of a book, she'd be, like, holding, like, an... That's the main character's like a, like name. Like a machine Di- gun? Di- Diablo Cody. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Deep it's underground sound- in enemy, enemy territory. Diablo Cody. Only person we can send in. Dun, dun. She does kind of sound like she could also be a John Wickian character. Yeah. A villain. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. A member yeah. of the or high table. They, like someone that he could meet up with, like a uh, like a uh, uh, Halle Berry. Okay. Halle you know Berry. Halle Berry. So I'm am just saying it's multifunctional name. I'm sorry. She deserves. She does more than a Razzie. Um. Yeah. So this movie is Great kind movie. of. Low-key no. star-studded for what is what was considered at the time to be a little indie, a little indie movie, whatever movie. Yeah. Um. It when I was looking some up some of the, some people would say it would try too hard to be indie. You know, who said that? 
Like the reviews, some some, they? some of them in uh, IMDb reviews and like Rotten Tomatoes. Well, you I, know what they can do? I always click the negative ones to just see what they say. And a, a lot of them were saying it feels like they're trying too hard with the soundtrack. Um, I might not like the soundtrack as much as like Porsche does, but... But it um, fits. But it fits with the movie. So I'd never... I don't think it's bad music. It's good music. I think it's, um, I think it's fun. It's fitting. And mm-hmm. the thing that I think makes Juno stand out is that it didn't really fit into the mold of your traditional teen. That's right. Yeah. Rom-com. Well, comedy. Well, it, I mean, dramedy, comedy, whatever, whatever yeah. category you want to put this in. And yeah. I feel like you this, movie, in a lot. this movie kind of transcends like different genres. Cause like, yeah, I do think mostly it's a comedy. But there's sure. some real moments. There's, well, there's some real stuff elements. we're dealing with. So oh, yeah. it's somewhat of a dramedy, I guess. What right? does this actually get classified as? Because it's, it's an interesting... Comedy. It it's is a comedy. Because that's... Yeah. yeah, it was nominated and it was a comedy. That's why it was so big that it so, won. I see, see, I think genres need to change. I honestly do. I feel like they need to bend more. Mm-hmm. I Because like, I wouldn't call this like straight no, comedy. No, I mean, we don't see horror movies or any comedy movies on here. There are hilarious Adam Sandler movies that have great... Dramatic, Charic- dramatic character yeah. development in the movies, and they never get denominated. And even the dumb ones, they still have a good storyline, an sure. original story. Everyone has an arc. It works, See, but they're I never would, nominated. I would, I would petition to have multiple yeah. genres. I mean, you would put up a lot of horror movies, right? Well, my biggest problem with like the Oscars specifically, not necessarily Political. all award shows, is that they do cater to a specific type of movie. And while those movies are all fine, well and good, like there's a whole like there's like the public what the public wants to watch, what's popular mm. isn't really considered, and I'm like, doesn't that mean something? Like this is what the majority of humans are watching. So like, don't you want to try to reward these performances for, for what they're, yeah, they're doing? I agree. And yeah. I, I, yeah, I get it. There's the MTV like movie awards, movie awards or whatever. Yeah. And there's like yeah, billboard then, and teen not- choice, but like, I don't understand why there can't be room for more movies, different types of movies, different genres at yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. One of the other yeah. reasons that I picked, you know, is because I actually watched this movie through the entire award season because this was like the little engine that could, yeah. this was the highest grossing movie to be nominated for best picture that year. That's right. Yeah. And no one was expecting this to be anything, anything. No. Ne- let alone Oscar nominated. Oh yeah. No, Th- this I was mean, supposed to do like next to nothing. Like it, it literally was just a Sundance movie that happened to pick up, and then, like, it caught on. I mean, the, you know, Elliot, Elliot Page's performance is, I think, by far the standout to me in this. Like, they're all good. I mean, you've got J.K. Simmons. There's like, a reason a legend, that they were recognized, even though the rest of the cast wasn't. And I think that's also See, that's also shitty, too, but that's hard. Like, J.K. Simmons does a good job. His wife does a good job. I mean, mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner and, and Jason, you know, they don't do bad jobs. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily... And I don't know. If I, I don't know. Above. Jennifer Garner. I'm not like the biggest Jennifer Garner fan. I've never even seen 13 going on 30. I think she's a like, bad rap. I, I don't like Daredevil. But like, I think she's a lovely human. But this movie, I think she's phenomenal. She's, mm. She is good in it. She yeah. should have gotten yeah, the best I supporting, I think. Can you, Jerry, while we're discussing this, do you, would you mind pulling up the 2007 Oscars? The, like the winners? 
Yeah. And I mean, no, I, just, I don't mind. Yes, no. I will. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I'd like I to know mind, Daniel. I'd, I'd like to know who else know. was nominated for Best Picture. I was, I was meaning to ask you earlier before we kind of were on air just so that we could be prepared, but I, this is good now that we're doing it. Like the nominees or the winners? Yeah, well, I wanted to see what was nominated because I can't... <clears throat> 2007's a, like, it's a weird year for me, yeah. I think. I was like moving over here and... I remember Juno. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a very, you, you know, I picture the cover quite well. But I feel like there was a lot going on in 2007, to be honest. So I'm kind of, I, I remember it was surprising in general that this yeah. movie got recognized. Give because the, I feel like there was a lot of good give stuff. Give me the BP want. nominees. I want to know what else was out there that year. For Best Picture. Yeah, because I know 2007, there was always, there's going to be more than what was nominated. Yeah. It I, might be I technically, since Juno came out in 2007, I think it would technically be the 2008 Oscars. Best Picture won oh, really? with the... Departed. Oh, that was that year. Yeah, it would be two thousand. It would technically be two thousand eight. Was Babel the year was of nominations. Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Queen. It might be two thousand eight. Yeah, what, it's two thousand eight because what, it what, came uh, out in two thousand seven, so it's nominated the following. Okay, year. Right, we'll, it's not even on there, guys. Okay, well then we'll look at two thousand and eight. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, should we get into it while we're doing some researching as well? Yeah. Um, no Country for Old Men. Was that 07? Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton. What one? And There Will Be Born, the first one. There Will Be Blood. I think it was No Country, right? No, no co- Country won for Best Picture? Did no they? No Country won. Okay, yeah, oh, I was right. Man, that was see, that is a stacked, yeah, that's see, a that's, stacked list. On, I can't deny that. Uh, give me the Best Picture ones one more time. Sorry. Uh, Atonement. Okay, that was no trash. No Country for Old Men. That was wonderful. Juno. That was great. Michael Clayton. That was all right. Uh, there Will Be Blood. Oh, that one! Is that Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis? That one, Daniel Day Lewis is Oscar. Okay, but the picture. Okay, I'm not gonna see? lie. I didn't see any of those other movies though. But, that's the but reality. Here's my point. You see how many movies are in Best Picture? It's like five. Yeah. Now there's like ten. Yeah, they did mm-hmm. up it. Yeah, they and did. I, I hate that. I don't like that. That's crazy. You know what? How because many I, are why there? Why can't though? you pick two? I want to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? To... Why can't you pick, like, this one was heavily contended. And why and couldn't blah, blah, Best blah. Picture be divided by genre? Like, why would right. Juno go up against There Will Be Blood? Like, doesn't that seem ridiculous? Yeah. An indie film up against, well, they're both indie films. Well, think about, like, Barbie versus Oppenheimer. Is that fair? Is it? I, I haven't I, I seen either say, movie, so I, I don't wanna know. I want to say those two are, but there's so much to my agreement. I don't want to go into it right now. Okay, fair enough. But I, 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 to keep it short, and which I, if I get flack for it, yeah, there's ten now. Yeah, I just see, counted. Yeah, I just there's thought, ten yeah. in the most recent one. Holy crap! Yeah, that's see. wild. If you want to come find me and talk about why I think Barbie and Oppenheimer are the same, please do. My Instagram is below, and I'm not looking yeah. for a fight. I'm saying I'll give you my reason why mm-hmm. I think they're the same. Let's watch. Oh, let's give that <clears throat> um, homework for us. We need to watch both. We Got haven't it. seen either, and oh, I kind of want to see Oppenheimer I at need this to point. Watch Oppenheimer. I'm kind of curious. I like Killian Murphy a lot. Well, I love booty, Killian booty, Murphy. Booty, I mean, I don't. Really. Booty, booty, so before, oh, you should post. Everywhere. I took photos of these fun glasses. So if someone could post them. Oh my God! We should have you had these for Tropic Thunder. Yeah, we if you haven't listened to that Thunder. podcast, we did do that Ooh. one. Go check it out. Shameless plug. Um, I will post something because I got an idea. Perfect. Yeah. So before I start breaking down the movie, I do just want to differentiate something. So um, Elliot Page now goes by Elliot Page. They are he and they. And so in reference to the actor, we will reference their proper pronouns and their name. Um, if we are referencing Juno. We are going to use she, her pronouns because it is a character in the movie. I just want to differentiate the two. We're not trying to call anyone out of their name. Cool. Well said. All right. Let's get This is the most we've ever had written on a single one. 
and I know why. This is not no. This that's is the a most lie. we've ever had written on a that single one. That is not one. true. No, the, there's just a lot of quotes. No, that's not. I true. I couldn't pick. There are a lot more uh, sections in the acts. <laughs> Get real. This is no, the most words three. on a single one we've ever had on here, and I, it's not a bad thing. That means you're you have a lot to say about this movie, and I'm excited. I do have a lot to say. I, I'm going to try not to over talk or cut anyone a off. A lot, and I, I am excited. I just wish it didn't look the way it looks. So, uh, a piece of the movie that I really love, and I'm gonna str- I'm gonna try my best not to super nerd out during this movie. No, nerd, nerd out. out. Sorry in advance. Out. I think they want you to nerd out. <laughs> um, I just heard it. <laughs> but this movie takes place uh throughout different seasons so we start our season in autumn and we kind of follow like the school year uh, uno through all nine months which is nice this is true yeah i'm gonna call them uno uno yeah the j is silent i'm sorry so we start out in autumn and we see juno our main character main character juno uh narrating as she's staring longingly at a lazy boy on a lawn she is currently narrating for us um the recanting of losing her v card to the one and only Polly bleaker <laughs> played by the one and only michael sarah and i love michael sarah uh we stand michael sarah in this house don't um, we daniel <laughs> yes we do i love him i've um, got a tattoo of him across my back you know i like him um as uh, scott pilgrim that yes, I do like him as Scott Pilgrim. I also do like him in Superbad, um, and I like how he plays up the fact that people think he's an asshole outside. Um, you know, inside doing work, people are always said that he was an asshole to work with, but he plays that shit up, and this is the end, and I love it. That's right. I genuinely really do like Michael Sarah. I want to say Superbad was the first time I saw him, and then this movie, and I really like. I followed his career for like a hot minute. Yep. This. Uh, Nick and Nora, mm-hmm. Youth and Revolt. I was mm-hmm. obsessed with him. Okay. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, which I actually didn't see until way, 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 way later. That was a hard one to find because I don't feel like it played in many theaters. Oh my God, it was everywhere. It was, a, it was an underground. Pretty popular. No. It was a comic it, book, so. I thought it yeah, was more of a, it was, um, it had a cult following, but I didn't know if it was like crazy, like big or anything. Um, But yeah, I anyway. I hit it. <laughs> So she recants a little bit of her, of her losing her V card, and um, while she's also chugging a giant thing (laughs) of Sunny D, it's hilarious. This is important. Like a gallon jug for a little bit later. Yes, I'm on her level with that Sunny D. (laughs) I am not. I am not my friend. I love Sunny D. Do you really? Yeah, I wasn't allowed it. It's too sugary. That I wasn't. We weren't allowed to have it in the house either. That's not orange juice. That's just high fructose corn syrup. Yes, it's just soda without the carbonation. (laughs) <laughs> orange flavored soda mm, sunny d you know who likes so that. after juno uh yeah. finishes she continues walking down the road and this is where we switch into <clears throat> our opening credits slash animate animation sequence yeah. i just wanted to mention slash, that i think this is movie. i think this is so cool like the way that they did this um they did film it with her on like a treadmill just walking and then obviously went back and then that's how they did it animated one of those it. yes old school movie tricks that's so cool yeah, yeah this i feel really like that's cool. why it looks kind of legit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and you know what it's kind of the same uh style as like super bad intro 
Also, this uh, song that you is listen it? to during this opening sequence is one of my favorites for the soundtrack. It's Kenya Dawson, and if you don't know who she is, go listen to her right now. Oh, she's so fantastic. <laughs> anyway. Um, I would also like to bring up that this intro credit scene is obnoxiously long and it's it is almost thank you for that song. It's the, I think it's the whole thank you welcome I think it's the length of the song it's almost comparable to the Spider-Man 1 intro yes the Spider-Man 1 intro is way too long I actually timed it the other day and the Spider-Man intro is, is what two and a half what did minutes. I say six minutes six six, six and a half six point two something minutes that's like a third in the movie yeah it's so long word yeah and I learned nothing all I see is synapses <laughs> and spider webs is that the one that's like, oh no, that's X Men. X Men has one that's like, da na na. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Why do you sound like a mix between Peter, Peter Griffin, Griffin and yeah, I did. Saw? If you haven't listened to that podcast, go ahead and check out Saw. Wow. That shameless plug number two. I'm going to keep you. counting this, e- this evening. All right. So the next thing we know, Juno, um, it flashes back into real life and like, Juno walks into a convenience store. She immediately walks over to the pregnancy test, then walks up to the counter to grab the bathroom key. But the bathroom key is being um, heavily guarded. guarded by Rain Wilson, who apparently had a name in this movie. And I was like, they gave that character a name. Yeah. He's Doug. only in this scene. But yeah, he has a name. Oh, wait, what is it? Hold on. I'm a find it's it. It's Rolo. Rolo. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Like the candy? Yeah. Ro- yeah, that's what I mean. He works at a liquor store, so it kind of makes sense. I guess that makes sense. They sell Rolos there. Do they? That's a British candy, my friend. I love Rolos. Yeah, you won't be able to find those in the 7 Eleven. They don't Shamalam. have Rolos here? Those aren't real Rolos? Where? 7-Eleven have Rolos? I've, they, they, Can we talk offline? Yeah, sure. Offline? <laughs> Where am I right now? <laughs> Dial up? So, uh, Juno immediately yeah, so goes to the I bathroom when she evening. eventually is able to snake away the keys. Um, and she takes the test. And she comes back to the counter while she awaits the results. Um, I love this little scene, this little uh, tepatep between yeah, Rolo too. and Juno. Does anyone want to read the quote with me? Oh, Jerry, go on. Because I can't um, see it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll do the first one, and then the next one I get to zoom in for Daniel. Um, do oh, you, you. want to be Juno or Rolo? Thank you for what highlighting. Do you want to be? I was literally looking that whole time. No, what you're do, good. What do you I got be, you. Portia? Um, yeah, who do you want to be? I'd too? like to be Rolo. Um, okay. So am I first? No, I'm first. Um, let me scroll over a little. Um, okay. So what's the prognosis for Immortal minus or plus? <laughs> I don't know. It's not seasoned yet. There it is. A little pink plus sign. So unholy. Juno starts shaking it, and he replies, That ain't no edge of This is one doodle that can't be undid, home skillet. Mm. <laughs> so if that I just gives you... Line. Yes. If that just gives you a taste of the type of dialogue that we're going to get through the movie, it's it's the reason I love this movie. It's dry. So the thing very about funny, very smart. The thing that I love about this is like you would know. Diablo Cody created her own cool dialogue for these teenagers. This isn't she, stuff that was like in pop culture at the time. Like people weren't necessarily going around talking like this, but she created like this whole I don't know, language for language these Language genre. Yeah, for these is that kids how you would to put use. It? What would you put that? Yeah, it feels it just feels like new. she, yeah, new, fresh, different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like she's trying to sound youthful. It sounds like she just created 
a universe and this is what yes. the teenagers sound like. Agreed. I think that's really cool because I feel like oftentimes we see kids movies or teen movies that are clearly written by adults and you're like, that's this that's is cool. not how they would talk. But yeah. like Dawson's Creek, I feel like is the example. Like I love that show, but those kids are so yeah. intellectual and smart. Do Hothware is Percy. <laughs> <laughs> No, they'd be like, where my girl Percy at? Or Pacey, <laughs> Casey. I was about to say, I was like, it's not Percy, it's Pacey? Whatever. Get it right. Whatever. <laughs> Percy. Percy. Obviously. I was like, Percy Jackson? Who are we talking about? Chelsea <laughs> <Josh> Clinton? Chill. <laughs> I beat you to it. Damn it. $50 million? <laughs> Who do you think she is? Chelsea Clinton? Oh my God, is Rush Hour now taking the place of Forrest Gump with uh, movies we quote that ha- we haven't covered? Uh, that was probably, a long intro. Yes, yes but and also never take away from Bubba. Yes, word ever. Word. We're not gonna stop. No. You know why? And also, we gotta Bubba start go Rush Hour because it is a Oscar trilogy. contender trilogy. There might be four of them, so so it might Hold be up, a girl. quadrilogy. Oh my god, quadrilogy. I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> a saga, right? At that point, sure. It turned yeah. into a saga. Why after not? Three. Does it? Well, yeah. yeah, Twilight is a saga, apparently. Twilight they did that with the movies. Boom. I was like, this was not a saga before, but okay. Three books, four movies, Star right? Wars used to be a trilogy, right? Now it's a saga. Uh, we can go into this a yes. different day. What does saga... Never mind. What does saga mean? Yeah, what does saga, saga mean? <laughs> no, it, it, it means... Steven Seagal kept making movies. <laughs> it's a saga. A saga. <laughs> you know, the way he runs, that's why he made it up. He's the best run in the world. He has the worst run in the world. If Guys, you do not know what we're out. talking about, please YouTube that. Yeah, YouTube. Steven or maybe I'll just running. And maybe I'll put a, a YouTube link in the in the <coughs> description below this yeah. this episode. Copy and paste this link and watch this video. Oh my god, that was Try not absolutely to laugh. hilarious. No, please laugh. I want you to. No, it's, no, it's cringe worthy. Now, try not oh. to laugh and tell us how far you got into the video. Okay, that's a good idea. That's a great job. I think there's a anyway. Yes. So after Juno leaves the convenience store, we watch her walk home. Um, we do briefly see her walk through uh, just like a huddle of teenage boys training for track. Is this where she said? No, it's later. No, Never it's, mind. It's, it's, I remember. The scene it's right later. This. this scene makes me want. This uh, is what it was. Uh, rope. Some running shorts. Okay. No, it makes me want the, the the candy rope. The. Oh yeah, like the red vines the, or whatever. Yeah, the big giant red vine. Mm. They're soft. So this is the part where I was like, oh wow, weird like. I don't know, crossover. But like Juno is walking home and she, yeah, she has the red vines and she throws them onto the tree and then makes like a little fake noose with it. I think it's fucking hilarious. But she's wearing a red hoodie the whole time and I kept thinking about hard candy. Because she she wears exactly that outfit. If you don't know what hard candy is, hard candy is another movie that uh, Elliot Page was in. And that's it's a, a fantastic a, watch. Highly yes, suggest highly if you've never see it, we, uh, we seen will it, do go that watch one, it. So watch it and then you can listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Stick around because we're definitely going to cover that one. So we walk into Juno's bedroom and we kind of get a sense for the type of teenager. Teenager she is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She's got um, a hamburger front. Her literal personality is all over the walls. Oh, yeah. And we see her pick up her phone, which happens to be a hamburger phone. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, there are no cell phones in this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a choice. I love that, by the way. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the choice because it's 2007. Everybody had a cell phone. I didn't have friends. I didn't have cell phones at this point. We were all teenagers. 
I think it's a sure, little weird. Like it wasn't smart. It's quirky. It's very quirky. No, not smartphones. No. They were all flip phones and stuff. We Razors all had Nokia's or Sidekicks or Nokia those were still brick cool. phones. I don't know. I think it's a weird choice for them to go all without cell phones. I like, like every it. I mean, at the character. time, it was. I, I kind of like know. it too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. I get it. I mean, this is why I've got a massive problem with the Mean Girls remake. Are there no cell phones in the Mean Girls no. remake? What? No. Fucking. They're everywhere. But that's oh. my point. That okay. like, it's all kind of digital. Well, yeah, and like it feels very TikToky now, and like I look, I haven't seen it, I, and I love Tina Fey. I just yeah. don't understand why it was remade in like the in my time. I love the original. I'm a massive it's like advocate of it. It's too soon. soon. Like why? Yeah, why? I don't want to. Okay, so I I have yeah, no I reason to soon. like defend this movie. Haven't seen it. Don't plan on it. But I knew that they made a Mean Girls musical on Broadway. I do. Yeah, I remember and that. And I had wanted to see the Broadway version, just like Legally Blonde. Yeah. So I, I look at this movie as just like, well, it's not a remake because it's a musical. It's a different movie. I know, but then I would have loved if they just kind of changed We're, something about it other than that's fair. keeping Caddy's name in there. Regina George. Like, it all looks the same, but it's a musical. Yeah. I don't know. I've got, and if I've they're going to use cell yeah. phones so much, wouldn't I, they like modernize it and be like, these are their kids or something? Because yeah. like theoretically, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They I kind of agree though kids. with you on that. Thank you. Like when they redid that one musical live and I was like, this isn't, it's Grease or something. What did they redo? It was Grease live. I was like, I was like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. Like that's a no. Oh no! Dog. It was hairspray. Oh, it was hairspray. hairspray. I didn't yeah. like hairspray. It was hairspray live, and I was like, I don't like it. Like I, I it wasn't miss, the same. I missed no. uh, John Travolta, uh, Zac Efron, like the real. It just wasn't. Didn't feel real. It was chaotic. You know, it wasn't organized, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't as organized as like the actual play. Would you guys be open to other musicals? Because you know, um, they have a Heather's musical. I've always been interested in that. Yeah, checking well, that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But they also tried to do that as a TV show, and it didn't, didn't do, do well. well did it, it flopped. Yeah. yeah. It got canceled super fast. Did it even get made? Um, the, the yes. There are episodes there are? out there. Can't yeah, because I've seen people like respond. Like, For sure, react I might go watch Jurassic Park in Portland <gasps> with uh, the live orchestra playing the music. Oh, that would be amazing. We might do that. Is John Williams doing it or not? No, it's just like an orchestra. It's, it's an orchestra. Oh, that would be, be amazing. That would be amazing. Just fun. Yeah. We're going in February for her birthday. Nice. We can cut that. I so just basically, that. send donations. Yes, send, yeah. send, send donations. Send donations at www. My cash app. Um, <laughs> in my Denmark. case, ass app. <laughs> so Juno uh, uses her hamburger phone to call her best friend Leah. And this phone, I want. I want this. It phone It was like too. the clear I, I phone it, yeah. that everyone had in the nineties. Yes, we, we could see and, all the circuitry. And my parents would never buy us. So Juno calls Leah and she says, yo, yo, yiggity, yo, which I think I said in our first podcast. And it I was a reference to that, this movie. I think you wow. say that all the time. And if you haven't yeah. listened to the first podcast, go ahead and check that out. Am I wrong? <laughs> Shameless plug. I've, I've do, said it before, yeah, I mean, like on the podcast. I just stopped doing times. it because um, other people do. Like I heard like Charlemagne do it on like um oh, bre- the breakfast club and i was like oh i don't want people to think i'm copying him oh, so bad. i stopped doing it but it was in reference to this because she answers the they phone and she no goes yo yo yo, yo, yo and i used to answer the phone like that yeah that's so you're fine i was a 17 year old when this movie came out so my personality became this movie 
Yeah. Very much so. Mm-hmm. I am literally sitting here wearing a dancing elf t-shirt. You're wearing t-shirt, the okay? shirt. They the obsession was obsessive. real. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's real. Yeah. Everything you just said, the, the obsession. Mm-hmm. So and we Leah, love it. We're here for it. Leah answers the phone. Um, Juno says it's Morgan Freeman, and if she has any bones, she needs connecting. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to shoehorn these quotes. I can love here. this. Yes, no, it's great. And uh, she quickly realizes, obviously, it's Juno. And Juno tells her, like, "Hey, so I'm pregnant." And at first, uh, Leah's not really she believing her, lunch. but she eventually comes around, and she's like, "Oh shit." Phuket, Thailand. That, I, I, I LOL'd really audibly. At oh, yeah. No, there's some things in here I laughed out loud. Like, Portia looked at me. I do also like the idea of her being like, are you sure you're pregnant and you didn't just like eat a really big lunch? Yes. <laughs> Such a good which question. are real conversations girls really be having. Oh, man. So that's yeah, all which, why, which is why it makes the writing so much more yes. interesting and, and it's believable endearing. and better. Yeah. And so uh, Leah asks her, so you've got two options, kind of, kind of assuming she's going the abortion route. And okay. she's like, are you going to go to Havenbrook or Women Now? And Juno respond, responds that she's going to go to Women Now just because they help out Women Now. Um, <laughs> I like you, the pause in that, though, too, because they help out Women now, now. <laughs> um, I actually really like this scene. I like the idea of it. I like when she bring Leah brings up that you need a note from your parents for Haven Brook because like, yes, does it seem does it seem like bad for two teenagers to be handling this on their own without yes. any parental advisement? But the reality is like it happens. A lot of teens can't go to their parents yeah. because yes. worse things could happen to them. Yeah. And if you don't need a note, then like you don't have to worry about your parents ever knowing. So you can kind of like not have to disappoint that. I don't know. There's just like a lot of layers to this very simple conversation. I think it's interesting that they kind of bring it up. It's pretty deep for a simple conversation if you read the outside of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And there was no, like, there's also no hesitation. Like, they both, like, kind of, like, thought, like, this is the route we're going to go, which yeah. I think makes it interesting for later, which I'll bring up. Well, they strongly just went with their gut, what yeah. the best decision was. It, it, for me, it's kind of like what makes the plot start. True. Is like, just what's the mind. easiest route? Yeah. Let's go there. Let's start there. They kind of just got on with it and didn't waste a lot of time onto the more important features Matters. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So we fast forward and Juno um, had asked Leah to come and help her move that lawn furniture second, we saw earlier. Yeah. Leah, right? The yes. friend? Yes. And you said that the room's kind of like incumbent them yes she had literally fucking bill clinton on her wall so that's a that's a side (laughs) note i'll mention it i'll mention it a little bit later there's a reason for that yeah there's a reason for that i saw it in the trivia and i was like because i know i know i i know the reason now that you just said that i just figured it out yeah the connection there um so Juno um, moved all of that furniture that we had seen in the opening scene and she had actually been moving it (laughs) yeah to Polly Bleeker's lawn. Was so, she there? How long was she there? <laughs> how long did they that take it her? up at night. So she did it all at nighttime. No, I know, but like she wasn't sitting there all night. So like, did she go home, come back like six a.m.? Oh yeah, no, she definitely dropped off the furniture at like midnight when everyone was sleeping. <laughs> then came back at like six a.m. <laughs> no, to like sit so there. So funny, sit on a wet chair at six a.m. <laughs> oh my god! You know damn well that shit has 
fucking do all over it. We also get a I, I didn't say goo, I said do. I heard what you said. Okay. I think you the got face. distracted by all the penis on the screen. Yeah, it was flopping wieners coming <laughs> across the screen. I feel like I'm watching I'm Game sorry, of Thrones. Pork swords. Can we keep yeah. it clean for the people that listen? Pork so sword we, looks irritated. No, I'm not. Uh, so we get an intro of Polly Bleeker, and what we understand from him is that um, him and Juno were in a band together. They're also also like really close, mm-hmm. um, and he's also a runner in the track team. So basically, every time we see this man, he is wearing his track uniform, yeah. pretty uh-huh. much. Yep. Not all the high, time, high, but for most of the time. In fashion right now, by yes. the way, the the highest of shorts. The I mean, highest. he would have been the coolest. Uh, right now. The coolest. And then. Absolutely the coolest. Well, his socks are badass. Come on now. They yeah. are pretty badass. And those sweatbands? Come on. Killing the game. Headband, bro. Well, he's got and sweatbands. Sweat They're matching. I'm into it. So Juno um, arrived there to inform Polly that she is pregnant. And yes, it is in fact his kids. His kid. But don't worry. She's, uh, don't worry. She's, he takes it really well. <laughs> she's going to get rid of the thing. And he... He looks so confused. confused. He's a when child. she rides away, she's like, "Oh, don't worry about it." Yeah, and he's like, no big deal. Uh, "Okay, okay." I, I feel uh-huh. like I I really appreciate that they don't cast him out to be like the uh, deadbeat father or yeah, anything. They, but yeah. he's like so not involved, and also I feel like he's trying to be involved, but like she's kind of like I don't know, stonewalling him a little bit. A little bit, yeah. She doesn't know how to deal with her feelings. She doesn't know what her feelings are. So, like, I get Mm. where she's coming from, but, man, Polly's getting the shit end of the stick. Yeah, big time. Totally. Um, So, yeah, she, like, rides away on her bike, and that's just... With a pipe. That's just the that on that. And Polly Bleaker's just, like, left standing there, like, oh... With his hot pocket. Okay, like, so confused. It's and a lot to drop on someone at like it seven is. thirty in the morning or whenever. With all their furniture out there, so like I'm more confused now. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the like? Fuck what did is I just going walk on? into? I feel like you're really confused about the lazy boy. Like, yeah. where did it come from? Yeah. Why is yeah. it outside? Well, Why is no, it there? he knows where the lazy boy came from. In the first scene, they had oh. sex on that chair. That's true. That's why she brought. Forgot it to out mention that. that. That's the chair, isn't it? That's that the is chair. The okay. chair. The chair. The it chair. started with. We're going to refer to it as the chair. The chair. The chair. Um, the throne. So after this, we see Juno go the off, chair. and she heads to school. And uh, we school. get like this is where we begin Wedding. like background information about shit that doesn't matter. Yes. I love this movie, but I'm not gonna let it go. A, you guys, I you're not to gonna say, let it go. I like this. I like that you don't let these little scenes go because that that's what makes kind of like little comedy. Yes. But it like holds a joke for so long and then drops and it at off. the very end and you're like, oh shit, that was in the beginning of the movie. Excellent point because that's the thing is like it's ridiculous knowledge that you don't need to keep in your head. However, mm. it does come back around. Yeah. So there's, there's it's not completely off the table. But I did forget to mention our drinking games yeah but first of all you will forget those little things they put in this movie correct and then you'll forget until they're ready to drop another funny line about it yeah just comes out of nowhere and you're like oh shit it'll bring you right back i don't know i kind of like it i think i I think it's um clever very yeah i agree in my mind clever so real quick we're gonna pause to talk about uh the drinking game (laughs) options and i had to bring this up because this is going to fall into this category Mm -hmm. so if you guys have any suggestions additions let me know 
Jerry's ass is empty, by the so way. So my my ass is almost empty. That by the way, when, if you guy the way. By the way, <laughs> do I need another one? Yeah, I'm like, do you? Um, I, I do. Didn't. I've already had two. So that's yours. Take a, take a break. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, Jerry. No, I, Jerry? I want a white claw. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, what? In through the nose, out through the mouth. We're gonna we're gonna. <sighs> is that good? If you uh, have not yet seen. Because hopefully by the time this airs, there will be a picture on the old Insta TikTok gram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some gifts from Porsche. Yeah, they're they really are, fun. They are themed glasses for our uh, enjoyment during the podcast. Yes. Is that fair? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Porsche. And they were supposed to be oddball gifts this year for Mine Christmas. Mine is very oddball, I will say. Yes. Yours is, looks like Bullwinkle. It, it does. I was expecting Rocky in there yeah. somewhere. Okay. Drinking games. Oh. <laughs> Do it. Okay. So uh, the first one I had was random info given about a character that doesn't matter. Done. Examples, Katrina DeVore and the receptionist. And right now? And right now. That but counts, those were right? just examples so you okay. knew what I was talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, when, Juno's shirt, <laughs> when Juno's shirt starts working overtime. Ooh, well, that's soon. That's 20 minutes in. Probably. But it's every new shirt. So not every same, just every new shirt. Okay, okay. Uh, whenever Mac, a.k.a. J.K. Simmons, says something funny. Often. Yes. When he's in the scene. And anytime someone mentions being sexually active. Oh, my God. That's a good one, too. Which we missed one, but we'll get another one later. I'll just chug the rest of Oh, no. Of we one. haven't missed any yet. Wow, Jesus. Uh, thank you. They all sound very intelligent um, and uh, noteworthy drinking games. Continue. Beautiful. And if you haven't, don't chug your drink yet. Drink responsibly. Just catch up now. There you go. Beautiful. So that brings us into this scene. We're in Juno's school, and she's kind of given the background on, like, how the clicks work and stuff. It's very <laughs> Mean Girls-esque, one might say. And she talks about this one particular kid who, like, runs into her. She drops her books. And he's, I don't know, he says some, like, he shitty said- <laughs> boy, like, put down. He says it must down. in your face. And Jerry, she mentions yeah, how me, jocks like that always like freaky girls. Um, his name is Steve Randazzo. And if you're a fellow Degrassi fan, oh, you would God. recognize him because that's Sean, bitches. Anyway, <laughs> it's very important. My job. I, 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 like, I only I recognize him because you said that and he has hair. <laughs> and the other one, he shaved his yeah, head. He has like a buzz cut most yeah. of the Cause show. Because he's he a bad boy. Cancer in that episode. No, no, no. That's that, Spinner. Or is that when he? Be, oh, Spinner. That's spinner. Spinner shaved his head. Spinner? Yeah, Spinner shaved his head. Spinner sounds like a fun. Time. But Sean also has a buzz cut. Yeah. He was the one who, in like one season, looks like Eminem the entire time. How Does tall that is help? Spinner? Spinner? Yeah, he's probably like your height, like five eight. Okay, five, so nine? technically he's he a short king. Yeah, he's a short king. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was I not supposed to say wow. that? Yeah, that's a good thing. Technically, he's a short king. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a short king. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard Short King, go ahead and listen to Cody Co <laughs> and TMG and uh, Noel Miller's song called Short Kings featuring Black Bear. Non-spons. <laughs> and don't put down that glass just yet because right after Steve Randazzo, we go over to chemistry class. That's, I love this scene. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is fucking hilarious. Oh, I know. This is like Napoleon Dynamite before Napoleon Dynamite. For real. 
Jerry kept saying he thought he was like, why is he giving so, so much, much Napoleon dynamite? He looks yeah, like, like John energy. Heater. He does. It, big time yeah. Napoleon energy. <laughs> I feel like John Heater saw this character and he's like, that's me. To be fair, Napoleon Dynamite came out like, what, three years before this or something? Or was it Maybe. After? Because Superbad was a year before this. Napoleon was before. It's okay. before this? Yeah. yeah Napoleon's wow. like 2004, he I want to say. And this is seven. He might have based that character on Napoleon. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Not the oh, conqueror. Oh, yep, I was right. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite was okay. 2004. Right. Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I fat in your general direction. I guess Juno, <laughs> Juno and Polly are partnered up in chemistry, and there's this fellow couple there. That's yeah. also paired Another, up with them. Yes. I don't know how chemistry class works. I don't. Um, I had to ask Jerry. I was like, what's going on? What class are we you in? You usually sit next to someone and the person that you sit next to is, is your, your lab partner. partner. Yeah. Oh. And you'll do your experiments with them that yeah. day. Some days they'll be like, choose your lab partners. You choose them. And then like at least two people feel left out. So it's kind of messed up. Gotcha. So they just make you do, do you ever work in fours? Uh no. Yes. Sometimes it depends. Maybe if you're doing School a dissection. School is different for everyone. If you okay? have a dissection and they only have a certain amount of pigs or you may frogs, have to team up. you ha- might have to team up in oh, groups. Oh, gotcha. Pigs, pa- baby pigs oh. that have died before they grew up. Like they died in coming out, so we, they sell them to people. Gotcha. Biology classes in schools. We got to do pigs and frogs. You I know that was a such frog, a. Actually. The dissecting yeah. of animals is such a staple in mm. modern media, like a, not mo- not current modern media, but like eighties and nineties. If it also so feels very American to me, I don't know why it feels very American. But no, like it is faculty, because it's in all of our movies. It's in all of our movies and TV shows. But the yes. thing is, you haven't heard the faculty. Go ahead and listen to that one. Shameless plug. But the but the thing is, is that it's not as common in real life. It isn't, is it? It's more of a movie thing than anything else. It isn't. We had it, but it's very not. It's, it's not a nice trope that gets thrown in there, mm-hmm. like uh, for schools, this, scenes in schools. It's easy to do. Yeah, that's true. This next scene I like, Portia, is with the burger phone that's about to come up where your favorite part, you laugh every time. <laughs> I do love this part. So we see Juno go home after school and she calls the clinic Women Now mm-hmm. um, because they help women Ow. now. now. And she calls on her, her home, her <laughs> hamburger her, her, phone. Hamburger home phone. And at first she's having trouble connecting. And I do love this scene because she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm on my burger phone. And then she puts down the phone and just kind of like shakes it. Yeah, it sounds like Christmas. she's fucking nerds in the bottom of it. <laughs> and then I like guess rattling. the receiver finally like put, is back into place. I want this phone. So do I. Someone yes. find me I this phone. I kind of really want it as a case for my We accept donations. Phone. We are going to have a P.O. box if you find this phone. Oh, but yeah, but we're not asking for donations. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's P.O. box for gift mail. Oh, mm-hmm. Gift letters. Um, so we drank for the couple in the chemistry class before, and now we're about to drink again Help because while she's on the phone with the clinic, they ask her how long she's been sexually, sexually active. active. Everyone take a swig. Everyone drink. I do love this part because she asks, she says, like, I don't, I don't like when people say the words like sexually active. Is this like some kind of mode? I'll like deactivate it at a later time. I and I always line. felt yes. the same way as a that. kid. It made yes. me feel uncomfortable when people would use like activated. I'm like, do I turn into a superhero? Like what's yeah. happening? Where's my armor? <laughs> Power Rangers is real. <laughs> Power of. Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> or at that time, it w- for us as kids, it would have been like 
uh, Captain Planet with our rings combined. Ooh, yeah. You know, Power we could save up. the fucking planet. That's right. <laughs> save the fucking planet. <laughs> and um, so she makes her appointment with women now. And afterwards, we see Juno go downstairs for uh, the big fam bam dinner. <laughs> fam bam dinner. And this is where we meet the me- the rest of the McGruff family. McGuff? Yes. M- uh, McGruff. Is it? Oh, yeah, McGuff. it's McGuff, not we're, McGruff. We're not talking about the crime dog. Yeah, we're not. The crime like, dog McGruff. What was, what was McGruff's catchphrase? Yeah. What uh, was it? Who's McGruff? Fight, uh, put, uh, Only, no. Oh, no, uh, McGruff. <laughs> He's the crime uh, dog, the but crime like, what The crime fighting dog. <laughs> Hold on. Jesus Christ. Get Wait, you never heard of McGruff? No. He's yeah, a McGruff crime the dog? crime dog. He's right there. What do you mean he's a yeah, crime dog? Yeah, take a dog? bite out of crime. Take a bite out of crime. There we go. Who the fuck is McGruff it. the crime dog? I used to have a, a kit with McGruff the crime dog, <coughs> and it was it was a cartoon. And, and Did you ever try and solve crimes, Jerry? Dude, it had a fingerprint thing with it. And Did like, you fingerprint anyone, thing. I would fingerprint everything when I got that thing. Yeah. I wanted the there was like an like a, a listening device thing and I really wanted that uh-huh. to eavesdrop on conversations. My parents wouldn't get me that every Christmas. Hmm, yeah. why. <laughs> I've never figured out why. <laughs> um so yeah, we get our introduction to the McGuff family. We are first intru- introduced to Mac, the Mac OG. McGuff. Um, AKA JK Simmons. Um, AKA, um he's is he name? not the J. best? J. Jonah Jameson. Is he not the best? I love the him. Best. He is. I love JK Simmons. Um, but he is a, an HVAC specialist. He yes. was also former former Army. soldier. Army. Thank you. I You're was welcome. like, I don't remember what branch. Okay. And then we're introduced. Um, she also mentions Army how her, her Juno's bio mom disappeared and moved to like Arizona and sends her, <laughs> sends her a cactus <laughs> every, yes, every year. Every year. And she's like, thanks a heap, Coyote Ugly. This is my fucking. Oh, I <laughs> so love good. That one. So good. Thanks for the fucking cactus. What the hell am I gonna do? This cactus stinks worse than your abandonment, (laughs) which is rough. (laughs) Rough, but true. But true. And then she gets over to her stepmom. Facts. She gets over to her stepmom, Bren, who is a nail tech and she owns a nail salon in town that's called Bren's Tens. Bren's (laughs) Tens. That's cute. Um, It is kind of cute. She's She's absolutely obsessed with dogs. That's like her big thing. She's also the lovely Allison Janey. Yes. I love Allison Janey. Yes. And she was the last thing that we saw her in. Uh, I, Tanya. Thank you. Oh that was God. it. She, she was, was the mom. She, she won an Oscar for that. I almost picked that movie. I almost picked I, Tanya. We saw it where Daniel worked. Yes. Um, oh, the Metro? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, if you didn't know, I work in town. Yes. Many places. Non-spons. Non-spons. Broadway Metro. Go and but support we your would sponsor because we love the Metro and we uh, we're you know, family, you know? When you're better here, than Alvin, better, better than yeah, like when you're here. That's right. She's yes. good on that her. Good, I forgot yeah. about that. I was just, I, I was literally saying like she doesn't get enough praise. The real Tanya Harding actually messaged me back too after that movie. I, I messaged Tanya Harding on Twitter. You lied. And I swear, not messaged me, but she commented back and she's like, um, "Picks or it didn't happen." Thanks Go. or something. Seriously? I don't know. I'm not an ex anymore. Stop, Stop. stroking. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know. I, I was just gonna say something too. Can you start? Can you put your hand where I can see you? 
It's Seriously, like not no, a stop habit. It. I'm just because it's a it's a ridge. I do it with every glass. No, I no, realized you don't do that I was with like, every glass. Do you do, do it with, with only glass, that one. Clear sodas in that thing is, looks extra weird, and then you are stroking it on top of that. So I was like, what's happening right yeah, now? We're not, leaving this in, by the way. Good. Yeah, can you not though? Um, it's I have a it's habit of moving my fingers on a glass if because you guys can't see, and then it, the yet. glass is oh, just I'll a big ass. So I'm stroking an ass. It is. I'm not trying to like. It's just a habit. The ass glass, one might say. Well, that's going on the gram. You should, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Ass. <laughs> ass. Apparently. We were talking ass, about ass. Ass, ass, Anyway. Oh, yeah, Bren. But yeah, the inc- incomparable Allison Janney, I'm glad that she's in this movie. And I forgot yeah. she's got some good like quips and one-liners, she does. too. Yeah. yeah. Coming up soon, in fact. <laughs> yes. And then we also have Liberty <laughs> Bell, who is Juno's little sister. Great name. Um, we don't get a whole lot of backstory on her, but that's okay. That's I would name. like to mention, because I feel like I'll probably forget later, but there's a moment later where Bren says that she has to take Liberty Bell to her taught ice skating class. And then, ironically, she would go off to star in I, Tanya, where she played the mom of an ice skater who she took to taught ice skating classes. Mm. Just full circle. A tie-in. Wow. Yeah. It know. comes full circle. And I don't know. I probably already mentioned it, but she did win for that movie. So pretty fucking cool. Yes, she did. Well deserved too. Good movie. Indeed. I liked Good I Tanya performance, a lot. Actually. Me too. Yeah, I that was too. a fun yeah, movie to watch. That was watch. a great movie. So um, during dinner, there's just some kind of basic conversation going on. Juno does not inform them of her current situation, thinking that she's going to resolve said situation tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So they're just kind of talking about nothing. Bren does ask uh, about some blue shit, I mean stuff, that she saw in her urn in the front entryway and everyone's like i don't know what you're talking about juno's like i have no idea but we see while she's doing that we get this in cut flashback yes i love it of her absolutely throwing up that urn yes in the (laughs) she's like i would never barf in your urn brenda yeah no this part made me laugh out loud i love how she she's thinking about it and then you see the scene and then she's like maybe it was lb again this is another little 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 funny joke thrown in that comes back and hits you later. Mm-hmm. Yep. And <laughs> Juno suggests that maybe uh, LB beaded it. And it's because if you look over at her, she's just putting... Two fucking bacon bits. Yeah, yes. just every bacon bit she can find on her potato. It's the cutest thing ever. I, I wish love... we had more scenes with Liberty Bell. So she's do I. Because I also like the J.K. Simmons role of just kind of... <laughs> If you put one more monkey, if you put one more, <laughs> if you put one more bacon on, bacon gonna on that potato, <laughs> I'm gonna kick your little monkey butt. Her meal was ninety percent bacon bits. It At really point, was ninety percent. It was bacon just bits. bacon bits. Yeah. So the next day, we catch up with Juno, and she's on her way to Women Now. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, before she can get in to Women Now, she is first. Um, uh, Stopped by, I wouldn't (laughs) say assaulted. She's being pretty tame, considering. True. It could be worse. It's just one girl. But she walks up to this girl that's sitting in the parking lot picketing. Um, By the way, this character's name is Su Chin, and -hmm. she's saying, All babies want to get born. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, all babies want to get born. Do with that what you will. And uh, shall we? Shall we? Wow. T- shall we uh, a- stretch yes, our acting I skills? I want to see this. Let's get Daniel on the mic. Oh, really? Hang on. I mean, you're already on the mic, but let's get you a little closer. Okay. Okay. So Can we're you gonna move go your... ahead. Uh, 
Sorry. Yes, uh, I can <laughs> Sorry, do that. I'm moving I, I can do that. And would you like to play the part of Juno or Su Chin? Okay, hang on. Um, okay, so here's the thing: it's not separated. So separated. Uh, Gotta keep them separated. Right. Thank you. I feel. Uh, would you like to? Who did you do last time? Did you do Juno? Yes. No, I did Rolo last time. Do you want to be Juno? I'll be Juno. Okay. So <laughs> sorry. That means I start. Yes. Can you see? Kind of. Okay. So what if I highlight it? That's uh. Like. You if you could highlight all my lines, that would be great. But no, oh, that's fine. Okay, go, Porsche, go. Oh well, I could sell you some of my Adderall if you want. No thanks, I'm off the pills. <laughs> that's a wise choice because I knew this one girl who like had this crazy freak out because she took too many behavioral meds at once, and then she ripped off her clothes and she dove into the fountain at Ridgedale Mall, and she was like, "Blah, I'm a kraken from the sea." <laughs> I heard that was you. Well, it was nice seeing you, Suchin. <laughs> the timing was perfect on that, guys. Flawless. It's one <laughs> nice of my pause at that end. You oh, paused perfectly you. at the end of there, Portia. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, scene. Uh, Great scene. job. Scene. Suchin. Suchin. You're fucking welcome. Good job. <laughs> um, Daniel, have you seen yes. Jennifer's body? Uh, it's fairly nice, but I have not seen her in a bathing suit. Jesus Who the fuck Christ. is Jennifer? No, Who's Jennifer? Who the fuck is, is, that the fuck the, is Jennifer? Uh, sexy teen movie with Jennifer, uh, Megan Fox, Megan Fox and Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen it. The letters oh. to Julia. Do you want me to? I only want you to because Su Chin is also in that She's movie in it? too. Yes. Oh bless. Did yes. she play the same character? She might. Don't quote me on that. Ooh, multiverse, she, baby. she only multiverse. has another like couple of lines. She's not a main character or anything. But, she's in it. Okay. but she does say some funny stuff. So if you I like, I wanted Su to Chin, check it out because I feel like it's becoming one of those like showgirls movies. Like people keep talking about. It. I keep seeing things about it. A like, cult. It's having um a resurgence, mm, a I, renaissance, if you will. It okay. is. Yes, people are going back to realize that the marketing for the movie <clears throat> was incorrect to the actual movie that you saw. And okay. if you'd seen this movie, it was more of a woman rage type movie uh, a revenge type movie not kind of uh, not kind of the sex pod. look megan at this fox hot girl hot. and she's like a killer like that's my name's not. megan fox and yeah. i can lick a lollipop yes exactly that's how they marketed it and they then did. if you saw they it really you were did. like oh actually yeah. this is really smart and funny well they okay. also i mean right. she was smart and cute it's also funny, written by diablo cody is it really? Ah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Big reason why I saw I it. I really like in this Diablo Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. El, El Diablo. El Diablo. You say my name. Yeah. So uh, even more funny lines can be found inside. We go into the Women Now Clinic. And this, this why do we go there? I'm because sorry. This cracks me up. Why do they go there, babe? So, um, why do this we go is, to Women Jerry, Now? Because we're watching Juno. Because they help women now. 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 Not later. And Got so it. they walk into it. They uh, Juno walks into the thing, and she's like, "How? Hi, can I help you?" And Juno goes, "I'm here for the big show." <laughs> <laughs> I love how uninterested she is. Like she has no, yeah. no qualms about being on whatever device she's on. What is that? And she's on a DS. She's on the receptionist, yes. by the way. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, she walks in, the receptionist who's got blue hair, a nose ring, and uh, so much and no, attitude. Uh, let's just no say she has a blue hair attitude. streak. <laughs> she doesn't have blue hair. She has a streak. There's yeah. a streak, a streak of, blue, of hair. blue hair. And um, she f- gives a form over to Juno, and she's like, you have to fill out the entire thing. We need to know about every co- every score every and every sore. I'm like, why would oh, you? Why would you phrase says, it like that? Yeah. Who says anything like that? You 
weirdo. Yeah, I don't want to. Don't say score and sore. Like, don't yeah. rhyme those things together. Yeah. <laughs> score is like, well, who's slicing you up? And so uh, she quickly Scoring? gets herself checked in. Uh, she grabs the paperwork and she goes to sit down. But before this, the receptionist offered her a grape-flavored condom. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you... Uh, that is boysenberry? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. A boysenberry yeah, right. condom. Mm-hmm. And the receptionist says... Or, um, at first, Juno's like, um, I'm off sex. Thank you. And the receptionist responds... The receptionist responds... Um, She's like, my boyfriend wears them every time we have intercourse. It makes his junk smell like pie. <laughs> this is going to come up later, yeah. so hold on to that thought. Uh, so bad. <laughs> Juno's, baby. Juno is sitting in the waiting room, and she's uh, f- trying to fill out the paperwork, but she's distra- distracted by every single noise so going on. Ten- anxious in there. I exactly. get very kind of, ha, I have to leave. And so she gets really overwhelmed. It seems like she's having a panic attack and she ends up running out and leaving the clinic. I okay, I feel like I want to mention this here and I'm sorry to get like oddly political for a hot second. Mm. But Diablo Cody has mentioned that she has felt that if she could go back, she wouldn't have written this movie or would have written a different story about Juno because she hates how people have taken this story and used it as pro-life rhetoric and that is was never the plan this is just the story of this one girl and this is the decision that she decides to make Mm -hmm. and it's not um diablo cody is extremely pro-choice as am i so Mm -hmm. i i can still appreciate this movie i have it doesn't change my perspective on that but i i think it's important to note this is not a pro-life movie and if you thought it was like sorry to disappoint you Yeah. yeah i'm not sorry to disappoint you i think it's kind of funny that you actually thought that so I just think, like, she had this experience, this is what she decided, and that's how we move forward with the movie. Sorry, not sorry, by the way. I'm Agreed. Not, I'm, I'll never be sorry about being an asshole about that. Thank you guys for having my back on got that. You. Appreciate you. We got you. So after this, after this, <laughs> Juno takes off, and she goes over to, to Leah's house, Cinema and she tells three. Leah, I can't go through with it. I'm going to go through with Gang the pregnancy, signs. and um, I'm going to, like, I'm going to give the kid up for adoption or whatever. Leah totally understands about this. She's very understanding, but asks her so to oh, keep... Oh, 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 sexually active. Yes, yes she does drunk. mention that. <laughs> Sorry. She's like, can you keep your voice down, though? Because my mom doesn't know we're sexually active. Yeah, and says it super loud. <laughs> so her mom could hear her. This is also Fuck. the point where this, I think, is the... I think this is officially the last time I could probably say this quote. But yes. when Juno comes over, she mentions to Leah how the receptionist wouldn't stop babbling about her friggin' boyfriend's pie balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Leah's response is, yum. <laughs> yum. It's so good. Okay. I'm telling you, the writing is on point. 10 out of 10. Big oh, time. yeah, totally. Fucking killing it. <clears throat> So, yeah, from here on, Juno decides that she's going to go through with uh, having the baby and giving it up to, like, a nice couple or whatever. And Leah suggests that they look through she the penny. a little less eloquently. <laughs> and she says uh, they should look through the penny saver, to which Juno's like, the penny saver? And she's like, yeah, right next to the exotic birds. <laughs> My God. <laughs> which, like, okay. I love that, that information. That's her thought because you know that she's reading the penny saver. Yep. Yeah, I, it was also like, who reads the penny saver? Like, I've Can heard of the penny, the penny saver, saver, but like, I've never read it. No. Can you still get it? 
I don't, I don't even know if I it's still I think it's online now. Is it a Midwestern thing? It's probably, I mean, look at, I mean, everything's Midwestern now, so it's probably like the dollar saver now. That's true. That's true. Yeah. They are also in the Midwest. I don't know. <laughs> do they ever mention where they are? No, that's why. I, sorry, that's why I slapped Jerry. Oh. I don't know <laughs> where they're at. The Midwest? <laughs> I never know where you're going. I don't even know what she's doing back there. What are you doing? Um, if you haven't seen Wedding Crashers, go ahead and check out Wedding Crashers. So the next day, we see Leah and Juno, and they are at the park, and they're looking through the penny saver for good parents. Um, I love the little, like, the interactions they have during this part. Leah keeps, like, suggesting people, and Juno's like, mm, I want a parakeet. Like, she keeps, like, changing <laughs> the topic. She, like, is, like, not really sold on anyone. There's one couple, too, that, like, they already have three kids. And she's like, we only need one more to complete the circle of love. Oh. And Juno's like, they sound like a freaking cult. Yeah, that does kind of sound like, I mean, like, you already have like five. There's some people that really want a kid. Also, True. could you imagine how, like, I, I feel like the idea of p- picking out parents would be so how do hard you do how to would you do? do. How would you even do that? How could you go about picking out someone? That's yeah. I'm like that's just like right, how much so much pressure. Mm. Highest bitter wins. Yeah, highest bitter wins. What you got for me? But also, event- does it come back? Because I can't remember. Why does her mom hate Juno? Because she's weird. Because she's weird. She's weird? in a band and she's weird that's and she knows weird. Juno because she's in the band. And I think you know? that's something that um, Elliot Page also mentioned. And mm. I haven't read their book yet, but I, I did read like whatever I could find online about it. Mm. And they did mention that one of the things that really alerted them to this movie and doing the movie itself, which they said that they had a really good time on set, um, is that Juno wasn't obnoxious or not obnoxiously. That's not the word I want to use. She wasn't overtly feminine. The character of Juno is Fair. not over the top like feminine. She didn't have to wear dresses. No. She didn't have to wear pigtails. She like didn't have Leah. to curl her hair. She actually styled her hair. The ponytail you see, Ellen, uh, I'm sorry, Elliot Page just did, did that, that every day. Gotcha. Did their own. Uh, I don't even think that they were wearing makeup really. If any. I bet you, I, I bet you a thousand dollars as a makeup consultant, but I bet yeah. you it's very minimal. Yeah. So natural looking, whatever. That I think all goes into the fact so of why Bleaker's had... mom wouldn't like Juno because she's not traditional girl. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Bleaker's mom. Um, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, you bunch of gabagool. Um, <laughs> A bunch so of gabagool. I mean, that, yeah, if you haven't heard, I'll just throw in the fifth shameless plug that the Goodfellas episode was a hoot. Ooh. Hell yeah. And um, it was a hoedown. It, <laughs> it was not, in fact, Actually, you know a hoedown. It was a, a hoedown with it was a the rookie, because that was on a farm. That was a cookout, yeah, you're right. Wow, really the, throwing it back. Season one, yeah, episode season one, one, season two, one. three, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you telling me that some trivia is Elliot Page had kind of uh, influence in the character's Absolutely, like I design. That. I love it when they do that. I love it when it's not kind when of like overly. When the director overly... or the writer lets them do. A... Well, yeah, when they like creative freedom. Yeah, I like that. yeah. Oh god, I just love it. You know, it. that's kind of how so it is much. in the food business. You know, mm. if the director or the manager or the owner lets you have a little bit of creativity, mm. it makes everything a lot easier. 
It you does. Can, you can you relaxed in what you're doing. I, that, so. That's what it, that's what it is. I think you hit yeah. it on the nail. You hit it on the head right there. You, you're more relaxed in the character that yes, you're portraying. Yes, and then the, then the acting comes out better. The food, Naturally, the food more, yeah. comes out better. That's right. Your work comes out better when you're a designer or a painter mm, or preach, Jerry. Whatever you know, gavel. Gavel. <laughs> Loved it. Sons of Anarchy. Sorry to get off topic. No, no. Uh, eventually Juno and Leah do find some cool sounding parents in Mark and Vanessa Loring, Mm. but we'll visit with them, um, in a little bit. We do slide over and see what Bleaker is up to. And Bleaker's currently looking at an old yearbook, yearbook, which is something only characters in movies do. Uh, no, can I see your yearbook right now? Do you have it that you have it right? Like but he that? doesn't pull this out on a Monday night normally no, to stare I, longingly at photos of okay, yeah, I, yeah, but, students. Uh, yeah, that, is here, right? Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. somewhere. That's fine, Jerry. I was, I was so just. I do have my L yearbook. I was yearbook. just wondering if it was that close. There's one. Wow, that's such an American. So here's thing. a yearbook. The back. Do you off. guys not do yearbooks in I the have UK? A nicer one somewhere. This is middle school. Um. Okay, I'll try and find you then. Uh. Not the school that I went to, they didn't do it for my year, but my brother has one. Oh. So, like, a couple of years below me. Oh. I feel so like they, they started they kind doing of like it some, at a later Someone time. or something happened, and they were like, oh, we should do one, whatever. Like, I would have really liked one. I really, really, really would have. Yeah. Wait, um, so did they? Did your school make them? Outsourced, yeah, but yes, probably. but yeah. they made them. Okay, yeah. so there. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. FYI, there is a website where you can go and look to see if your book can still be remade. Oh, so you can order a copy. You can of order it? a copy cool. of your book. There is a website for that. Stop that is so lawyer. cool. I didn't I know that. that. Yeah, there is. So, like, if anyone out there needs that, then you know, it's kind. Of, I don't know what the website is. I just saw it recently. This is really sweet. Oh, all the writings. In yeah, there? I don't remember what they say. Well, I won't read them. Yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, I'm reading it while we're doing this podcast. People, are, people who know me, I've had the same phone number since I've had that yearbook. 1998. When you were 11? Sorry, no. I was... No, whoa. Oh, that's, oh, that's elementary school. That's oh, not middle is, school. This is elementary that's school? That's elementary school. Because your teacher wrote it. Yeah. It's really sweet. But yeah, uh, no one sits there and opens their yearbook and just... Wanders. Stares longingly. Longingly. Thank you. Longingly <laughs> is what I wanted to say. So yeah, Bleaker is briefly interrupted from his long staring uh, by his mom, who mentions that Juno called, and she says, "I, you know how I feel about that girl." Yeah, She's really just threw me for a loop. That weird. Which is like I don't know, just like you had to say this because you're on camera right now, but okay. You know, the only thing I can comes to mind when she said that was okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. I get it. Like, okay, it's time to go back to the nursing home. Yeah. Time, uh, grandma, time for your meds, Grandma. <laughs> time to go back to bed. Get your insurer. Um, so we also see that while Polly's looking at this yearbook, he's also like holding Juno's underwear in from his the whole, right hand. Like mm-hmm. incident, which like, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what to do with that okay, information. So, yeah, I don't know either. So, the only thing I can get from that is like, He's, he does still really like her. And, yeah. And the look on his face when she confronted him about being preggers made him feel like he wasn't allowed to be involved. I feel like he's sad and he really does miss her. Yeah. But and that is, I know it's a weird. He cares concept, for her. I feel for like sure. he does, that's just to show he cares for her. He's thinking. About I wonder her, if he's actually her. going through. Uh, what do they call it? Like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. 
He's conflicted. Yeah. I can see that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm so trying to find your picture in here with After you. this, we uh scoot back over to Juno and we see that she's gathered both her dad and Bren in the living room and Leah's there as support. And it's kind of clear that Juno's going to be confessing everything that's going on yeah. currently. I like how the parents situate themselves twice on the couch. Do they? Like they, they first when they first sit down and then when they're about when she's about to drop the bomb, they both Kind of readjust right before she's about to say it. Yeah. Get, like, prepared for the news. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. That's so cute. Like, right before, again, they do it again. Anyway. And so Juno uh, eventually tells them, I'm pregnant. And she also tells them, like, I'm pregnant, and I've already decided that I'm going to give the baby up for adoption, and I found this couple, and I was hoping that you would come with me to St. Cloud to meet them. So I kind of appreciated that she had this whole plan set in place um, and she waited until she had all of those notes together uh, before she like uh, gave them all of the info, which I I mean, makes her sound like a little bit more of a responsible teen than she's giving herself credit for. Uh, Bren and Mac are surprisingly take the news relatively well. Like they're definitely Way in better than a, I thought. A Seriously, little shock on and awe. Second watching, yeah, I was like, huh? Ooh. They were I, nice, and they didn't. I didn't. I mean, not that they didn't have to be. Like I think, like it's your kid. Like yeah. shit happens. Yeah. But like also, I feel like it could have gone a lot worse. So I remember, like when I watched this, I was like, oh shit, this is yeah. not that bad. No, I would have felt quite good. In that situation, it saying just means what I did. They support you. They su- well, they support well, you no matter they, what su- situation you're in. They will help you. Correct. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was gone for a bit. I was looking at Jerry's yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I found him though without you're cheating. The Wonder Years. Oh, um, something I love about this scene is that Bren immediately jumps into action, and she's she like, "Well, the first she thing does. we got to do is we got to get yep. you an appointment with a doctor. Prenatal, prenatal vitamins, vitamins. We need to get you Jenks, prenatal vitamins." And um, she's like, surprisingly, they do wonderful things for your nails, which was also a thing (laughs) that that we had learned um, from Su Chin earlier (laughs) is that she right before Juno had walked in, she said, your baby has fingernails. What? And so Mm -hmm. Juno hung on to that information, which is what also the ticks made her leave. Yeah. All the the ticks had to do with fingernails. Fingers. Yeah. They were. Yeah. It was not. It was kind of annoying. So I get it. I get why she left. The annoyingness of it. Um, Nothing to do with fingernails. I also want to point out a line that Jerry brought up, too, that I thought was kind of interesting. But there's a point where Mac, uh, Juno's dad, looks at her and says, you know, I didn't think you were that kind of girl. Mm. And Juno responds looking directly back at him. And she says, I don't really know what kind of girl I am. Love it. And I I I like that interaction a lot. I loved it. I feel like from Max's point of view, like it's a little judgmental. It's a little like well, I, feel, I feel like right, old after, right after that, he mm-hmm. says, uh, I thought you would be the type of girl that says like when. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that was his judgmental moment. Yeah. Like I feel like. After oh, yeah. I thought you were the type of girl that knew when to, when when to, to say stop. when. Yeah. 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 When to say when. Yeah. Because well, I feel. That's weird. That's a lot of judgment. Well, that's where the judgment is. I feel like. He he looks also hurt in that scene as well, like that bit when he's delivering that. Yeah. Up he until then, hurt. I feel like it's that kind of J.K. Simmons or like Stanley Tucci from like Easy A. Oh, yeah, where yeah. Where they're very kind of 
we love you no matter what you do. Go with the flow. Go I with thought the it flow. was less though. It's, less it's, of Stanley Tucci for sure. Well, yeah, but like right at that moment when he says, "I thought you were the kind of girl that okay. would be when is when," is when I felt his character like switch completely switched and yeah. was like, "I'm now judging you." Yeah, totally. But Bren handled it like a champ. Oh yeah, As she was said. excellent at it. She just jumped into action. Doing, oh, absolutely. You know, doing what moms be doing, which is really, mm-hmm. really, really cool. Like, especially stepmom. Yeah, yeah absolutely. shout out to the stepmoms out there. You know, hell yeah. They and get very little respect, and she should get all the respect. That's right. We love Alice and Janie. Mm-hmm. But I do love that Mac does agree to go and meet. Yeah, um, I thought that was nice. The parents. He was yeah. like, I want to make sure you're not going to get, Ripped you know, off. wronged by some baby star. Snatching motherfuckers nuts. in the suburban. Exactly. Sorry, the language was awful. So the next day, we see Mac and Juno go off to meet the Lorings mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. lawyer. Jason That's Bateman. right, and their lawyer. Yeah. And their lawyer. Oh, my God. Oh, can we just say, can we just, like, mention that the dad is actually, uh, he owns the Daily Beagle in Spider-Man? J.K. Simmons? Yes. No, the dad. That is J.K. Simmons. Same, J.K. Yeah, Simmons. the same character. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, he plays J.J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Okay. There you go. Yes. Either way, he's the same character that plays in Spider-Man. So all I think about is him screaming, and that's when... Screaming at Peter Parker. That phrase that he said to her, I thought you were... Knew when to say stop. Yeah. Kind of sounds very... Judgmental like J. Jonah. Yes. Like the character from... Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Now it makes me wish that he had been like, you're fired. When she said that she was... Parker! Get back in here. I actually need you. You're unfired. You're unfired. You're unfired. And so we walk into the Loring's house. We first are introduced to Vanessa Loring, who is clearly extremely nervous. And so she keeps saying, like, I'm Vanessa. I'm Vanessa. I'm Vanessa. And (laughs) Juno shakes her hand and she's like, it's Vanessa, right? (laughs) Yeah. I love that. The lawyer's name. This whole exchange of words is hilarious. Well, it's actually Juno just throughout. Like, it's it's just her personality. Like, I love that. Juno and Mac get get through the door and they come around to sit in their living room and this is where they're introduced to their lawyer, Greta Roos, who (laughs) Juno immediately goes, good to rouse. (laughs) She just says it so weird. She says it in the most exaggerated German German accent accent ever. ever. And then, and then dabs are up. If there's a larger joke in this, it's lost on me because I'm just laughing at the way she said her name. Yeah. Like yeah. that's just it. Yeah. That's all. Um, I love it. I think that's all it was. To be honest, <laughs> I also love. It. She's like, "Can we get anything to drink? Anyone?" She's like, "Make his mark." Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yes, I love it. Um, and this is where. Uh, so after Vanessa says that, that uh, this is where Mac introduced, and she and he is like, "This is Juno." She's known for her humor. <laughs> One of her many, like, amazing genetic, traits. Genetic traits. Genetic yes. traits. And so this is where we start to kind of get to know each other. And this is where also Mark comes in the room, a.k.a. Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. Big up. And he introduces himself to Big everyone. <laughs> um, says hello to Juno. And he says, like the city in Alaska. And she goes, no. <laughs> That's my favorite line of this whole movie I and think. then you get the quintessential like jason bateman look where he's like okay 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 <laughs> okay no 
Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking love no. it. Uh, Jason Bateman, tell me, he doesn't fucking kill it in this scene. It's pretty funny. Most I, roles. Did you see him oh, in yeah. Ozark? Have you watched Ozark? I've yeah. seen like season one and a half. Okay. I've seen you the first need, episode. Yeah, you great. need to watch oh, that. So you need different. to continue watching it. I'll keep watching it. It kind of gave me Breaking Bad vibes. Mm, no. But with money. Throw those away and just watch it for what it is. It's brilliant. Um, The girl that's in it, Julia mm. Gardner. The blonde girl? Yeah. <laughs> one more I time, Portia. <laughs> Julia Gardner. How you doing, man? I don't know if it's Gardner. Oh, yeah, Julia. I love Is it Gardner? Did you see Inventing Anna? Yes, that's why I'm like, maybe I should watch Ozark now. Oh, no. Because I watched Inventing Anna. She is my favorite character in that. She is a fucking beast and quote me if i'm wrong or correct me if i'm wrong sorry she should have got much more like acclaim for that role so yeah we're getting to know mark and vanessa Mm -hmm. and um they're just all given they're asking a little bit about how far juno is along and at first she says i'm a junior (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i meant in your pregnancy come on now and I also think it's really poignant that Juno says, oh, you're lucky it's not you. Because it's like, as an audience, we're like, ooh, that's hurtful. Because yeah. she would like to be and can't. Well, you can also, but she's all, Juno is a teenager. A yeah, mm. she's a child. She's a teenager. Yes. She's not getting it. And I appreciate those little moments because they leave a pause so that you can understand, like, that was an inappropriate thing for her to say. But mm-hmm. also understand she's a child and doesn't know better. Yes. And I think that that's important. Correct. During their meeting, uh, Juno mentions how being pregnant makes her pee like sea biscuits. So she asks to use the facilities. And during this time, she gets to kind of take a look at Mark and Vanessa's My house. God. What do we think of this staircase? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Scary. a joke. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Like It's a bit traumatic. Yeah. Why? It's only pictures of them. Well, they don't have any kids. You'd normally expect that to be the... I know, but you could also put, like, other... Family photos. Family photos. The wedding. Art, Art, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Art is a wedding, exactly, yeah. But, like, just you guys at a mall mall photo thing (laughs) where you go to the mall and you pay $30 and they'll take... You have a bunch of props you can use. They for sure went to Sears. Yeah, Sears. Uh, Sears photo. That's right. They do have a photography department. Yeah. Wait, is Sears no more? No. No. Are they bankrupt? Are they gone? They got no. seared off. Really? No, not seared really? off. You know How what? Could you? You need to drink for that one. That was awful. That was fucked up. <laughs> How dare you? They were severed. They were severed. So while Juno is upstairs trying to use their bathroom, she also takes um a liberties. A, yeah, liberties. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent welcome. word choice. Thank you. She yes. takes some liberties with the uh, perfumes. And makeup and, and makeup whatever and else other things. Toothbrush. <laughs> Makes her tub nose tub notes smell I don't know, something. I don't remember what the line is. But it's funny right there. But during this time, uh, Mark actually catches her and he's pretty nice about it. Uh, she makes some like silly quips about qu- like Clinique Happy and the yeah. perfume that the mom uses. What's it, her name? Jennifer Garner? Vanessa. That's right. NASA. But as Juno and Mark are descending but, uh, down the staircase, she notices a Les Paul, a guitar in one of the rooms. And she says, is that a Les Paul? 
And so, of course, the two of them find themselves in Mark's cool what, what it's guitar wi- music It's, it's room. weird wording, too, because she's like, sorry, she, they, Jason Bateman yeah. says, yeah. Vanessa gave me my own room for all my stuff. And, yeah. and, and Juno's, Juno's like, like she, she, she gave she you gave your own you room, room? For, for, for all your stuff? Yeah, like, she says it like... She's got you on a tight leash, Mark. I mean, it's strange. It's weird. So, so, yeah, I guess this is what kicks off their kind of strange relationship. We'll mm-hmm. delve into this a little bit further as the yeah. movie goes on. But we do see that Juno and Mark kind of uh, bond over their shared love of rock and roll. Yeah, of music. Yeah. And um, at one point, she's holding the Les Paul. She's like strumming it. And Mark asks her, what kind of guitar do you have? And she's like, I rock a harmony. (laughs) (laughs) To which, okay, so like, I don't know what a harmony is. I'm no musician or anything, but I did go through a period of time in high school where I was like, I'm going to start a band. And so I like didn't. I played guitar. I did play guitar, and I remember looking at electric guitars, and everyone told me, don't buy a harmony. (laughs) No. <laughs> so I, it's just like a funny note in yeah. this movie is that she's like she actually has a harmony guitar. They were always like the guitars that we used to buy or we used to buy. Kids used to buy or have when we were first everyone in our group started playing musicians. It's like yeah, that you're one not gonna, or you're not going to get a Les Paul right off the bat. I, I mean, I, I think know, I had I, like the traditional I Yamaha Gibson, so I think yeah. I had the traditional Yamaha, like the the acoustic one that you could pick up at like Target or Guitar Center. But I did have a okay, so I did have an electric guitar at one point, and mm-hmm. it was um, a Fender, but it wasn't a Stratocaster. Ooh. What's the Squire? Squire? I had a Fender Squire, okay. which is like right below that, uh-huh. and it was red and white because I really liked the guitar from Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. my whole life is movies. Fender. I, I just wanted Tom DeLonge's Fender. Oh, that's the badass one. Like mint green. Okay. I am a fan of uh, the one Eric Clapton uses. I think it's all white. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's all white with a a black uh, pick scraper right behind the... Sure, whatever you just said. I love him. Whatever, you know, like the pick guard. So does it scrape the guitar when you're playing? Daniel, did you play any music growing up? Uh, yes, uh, I was um, fluent on the recorder. Ooh. Had a oh, not lamb. the recorder, okay. Mary had a little lamb. One Could time at the... band camp? That's right. What? No, <laughs> not band camp. Um, and then I moved on to the trumpet. I did that for a little bit. Very okay. cool. And then I gave that up. And then my brother played the drums. So obviously I wanted to play the drums. Right. He had a pearl drum kit. Oh, nice. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And then he moved on to the electric guitar after the saxophone. So I picked up the electric guitar as well. Pearls are beautiful. And then my sister plays uh, the flute. Oh, cool. She's a grade eight. Oh, okay. She's the highest caliber wizard of flute. I always wanted to play a wind instrument, but I have asthma. fucking band camp. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even laugh at that. You play band camp instruments, which is awesome, but. Fucking band camp can be anything. True. One time at band band camp. Stop it. Okay. But you were an asthmatic flute player? No, I said I wanted to play a wind instrument, but I have asthma. So do I. So you were an asthmatic It was like a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) So I never did it. Take that blow test with the blow and blow the whole thing as far as you can. And they're like, nah, you can't play. No, for sure. can't play. No, no, Porsche's music was more like... But no, for real, I really wanted to play the saxophone. 
Isn't the sax? Really we fun. have had many oh, yeah. a conversation. Yeah. I, I really saxophone want to play is saxophone like and play. the sax. Play saxophone. It's very, yeah. On the list of sexiest instruments, it's like saxophone and like guitar is like yeah. right beneath you it. The neighbors might hate me though. <laughs> I think no, electric absolutely. guitar is above saxophone, but you're not wrong. It is a sexy instrument. Yeah, it, it is. definitely is. Yeah. yeah. I was actually talking about this at Drums work the other day, but I was like, I'm pretty sure Bill Clinton won. He played sax. The presidential yeah. election because. because he could play the sax. And because he was sexy. Yeah. That too, but mostly because he was playing the sax. Yes, mostly, the, mostly that. It was mostly the sax. I anyway. think if you play the American, the national anthem on the saxophone in front of the U.S. <laughs> Congress, you're probably guaranteed to win. Whoops. So back at, uh, with Juno, uh, we do see that Mark and Juno start playing doll parts by hole for a brief minute. Mm -hmm. And this is when everyone notices that they've been gone for like an extremely long like amount too of time. Long. Too long. Awkwardly um, long. Jerry really liked the quip that J.K. Simmons uh, mentioned, so everybody take a drink after I mention this. But he <laughs> he points at a machine that he sees in the Loring's living room, and he's like, "What? what's that? He's sh and Vanessa responds, it's a Pilates machine. And he asks, what do you make with it? And she's like, oh, no, it's for exercising. So Mac... Um, further delves, he's like, you know, my my uh, my wife ordered one of those uh, gazelles off the TV from that guy with the ponytail. That guy just doesn't look right to me. And Jerry has never laughed harder than in that <laughs> yeah. moment. Because he was like, I know exactly who who he's talking about. That guy does have a ponytail. He does yes. look weird. The fucking guy on the gazelle is, was, is, like, is like waking up to George Lopez's intro. Every day, every every oh, morning, in the middle of the night, when you have your TV Hello? playing, Rider. all those classic knock, commercials knock, from like two thousand. These fantastic hits yeah. at the low low. Oh, call price. me now for your free tarot <laughs> reading. Call me now for your free tarot reading. Anyway, I really, I just had to mention Mysterio. that because it made Jerry laugh so hard. Oh, dude, always. We kind of wrap up their meeting. They oh, go yeah, over yeah, the yeah, paperwork yeah. that they'll need to sign for the adoption, which they have decided is a closed okay. adopt adoption. Mm -hmm. Juno wants to hand, handle this old school. Pop yeah. it out and give it away. Yep. Pop like it out, old give it to a, testament. In a basket, set it on your doorstep. <laughs> Send it down the river, you know? Um, and Vanessa keeps asking, like, how sure are you that you're going to go through with this. And I don't know if they mention it later, so I'll mention it now, but Vanessa and Mark have already been down this road once before, yeah. and it ultimately didn't work out. So she keeps asking Juno to make sure she's comfortable and she's going to go through with this, and Juno replies that she's 104% sure. So everything's good. They end up leaving, and we kind of continue the movie knowing that these are going to be Juno's adoptive parents. Mm-hmm. We move, um, if I'm correct, we move into the next season, which is winter. We do. Yes, I was fucking right. I kind of guessed on that. I no more shows, where the but winter I one still was. see. We know this movie in and out. We already wow, know you It's like you you've know seen it. it more than once. No shorts, <laughs> one might say but that. I can still see uh, sausages moving around. Oh, yes. We, we didn't talk about the pork swords. Oh, we didn't, did no. we? We no, didn't. We did, this, we did, because you said Actually, I was distracted. I did, You'll just yeah. have to watch the movie. Jerry was distracted by all the so you on the screen. There was so much going on, dude. So much going so much on? Floppy, you Gawky. know. So much Game of Thrones. So much ga so Why many you keep Game of Thrones? Because Game of Thrones has a lot of floppy wiener. And There's made, a lot of shows that have full male I know, but they made fun nudity. of it in South Park, where they had, like, uh, the, okay. the writer of the movie, or the show. On there? 
uh, conducting a choir singing Fluffy Wiener, Fluffy Fluffy Wiener, and he's gotcha. like, how many Fluffy Wiener can we put in this season? Gotcha. Understood. Yeah. Heart, Jeff. Heart. So we're in winter, and news has gotten around the school about Juno and her pregnancy. So everybody's talking about it. We even see some kid. Um, his name is VJ. We're not really going to interact with this character much, but he's a portion of a scene. And he mentions how he's trying to grow out a beard to look older because because that's what you do. Because you're in because they're in high school. Paulie also mentions that Puree. he can't grow one, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I've never seen Michael Sarah with facial hair. No, me neither. We also see Juno briefly in the office, and she's getting a note probably to leave early for an appointment she has later. And the lady who's writing her the note is eyeballing her stomach. Man, there is some judgment there between those There is so much judgment. And Juno puts on, like, the cutest, like, most nicest fake smile, and I fucking love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Shoving it right back in her face. Mm. Um, Bleak... Bleaker ends up inviting Juno to hang out after school to throw donuts at some Someone? somebody. I don't really know. I wasn't totally paying attention. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I was, but I really was just paying attention to the donuts, to be honest. I was like, I want <laughs> Yeah, I was like, where are you going with those weird. donuts, I was watching it while I was hungry, and I completely yeah. skipped that and I scene. I was like, donuts. donuts. Yeah, I was like, mm. I'd like I a donut. Right Can I, I have a donut? Donut holes. And so uh, Juno says that she'd love to come, but unfortunately she's got an ultrasound appointment. And I like this part because Bleak says, should should I come? Like, he doesn't <laughs> say, like, should I cancel my plans? Like, I have do, all these things he? to do. He just offers, like, like, should I? Do you want me, like, do you want me you to want come? want me to come? And she's like, no, 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 I got this. Bren and Leah's going to be there. It's fine. So, again, it's kind of Juno brushing him off. But he's not uh, he's a dead. dating him. He, no, I don't. No, I disagree. I feel like he's like whatever she's gone through from like autumn to winter. He hasn't really been there, and then like he feels like he wants to help, but he doesn't know how because mm-hmm. she's not involving him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, they bump into each other at school, and she's like, you know, this is what I'm doing, blah blah blah, and then he's like, it kind of feels you know, like he has to, you know, do you want me to come? Like, should I be there? I should be there. He should be there. There's a lot of moments I where so. I feel like Bleaker is making an effort and it kind of goes unnoticed. And yeah. I and I have a lot of like I mean, she's sympathy because I know too. she's yeah, I know she's going through a lot. She's a teenager, she doesn't know how to navigate these feelings, mm-hmm. but it must be pretty rough for him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like that they try to <clears throat> showcase that uh, in small bits throughout the movie. So we fast forward and later on we're at Juno's ultrasound and the technician. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes ever. The technician is uh, making her see her baby for the first time. She is there with Bren and Leah. And I think that's really sweet. Um, and they're all gathered around her, you know, checking out the baby. The uh, technician does ask if she wants to know the sex, but she says that she wants to keep it a secret from mm. Mark and Vanessa. The technician mentions, oh, are those your friends at school? And I don't like the way she says it. No, she's kind of a fucking bitch about it. I'm just yeah, going to say. She's very it. judgmental. Extremely. Yeah. And Juno responds, no, they're the adoptive parents. So the technician responds, oh, thank goodness for that. Mm-mm. Yeah. To which everyone's kind of silent. And Bren. What the fuck you mean? Bren yeah. breaks wow. the silence and she's like, what do you mean, thank goodness? The stepmom, right? Oh, yeah, the stepmom, yes. exactly. Yeah. 
And uh, the technician goes on to say that she thinks it's toxic when children or teenagers have babies and keep them. And so they, the three of them kind of like work together on this, but Bren is definitely the main speaker. Yeah. But she, they're all suggesting like they could be any kind of parents and mm. they're just naming different kinds of a, like abusive, toxic parents. And I like that Leah goes, what if they're show parents? I love that. They're just like, they're going to force them to be actors. Like, I don't know. That's her idea of like the worst parent on the planet. And so they pretty much show the technician off, like, tell that her she's, off. yeah, they tell her off. And Bren says, like, Man, any Addison of those Jamie could do a far less, far worse job. job than my shitty teenage daughter. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what do you do? She's like, I'm an ultra tech technician or ultrasound ultra technician. She's like, well, I'm a nail technician. I'm a nail sweetie. technician. We should stick to what we know. Boom. And my five-year-old, what is she, how old is her daughter? Yeah, she's like, my uh, my six-year-old isn't the brightest, like, the brightest, brightest crayon bulb in, in the tanning bed. Yeah, brightest there we go. bulb in the tanning bed, but she could do your job. Mm. Snap, too. Dude, loved it. <laughs> I fucking love it. And so as soon as the technician leaves the room, Judo looks at Brandon, and she's like, wait, to use a dick. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it she so much. She throws down. Addison yeah. Janey, she, she wins that. She fucking wins. Dude, she's so good. Oh, she's so great. Let's get Addison Janey on. Yeah, let's get her on here. Uh, would you still have her email, Portia? Oh, yeah. I'll hit her up. Right, you know, yeah. we, we, we be talking. Yeah, we be sure. talking. Let us know. Let us know. I, all I want to do is Chelsea Clinton right now. <laughs> I'm fired up. I want to say Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. $50 million. $50 million. So after her ultrasound appointment, Juno ends up driving out to St. Cloud Which to is show how far? Ma- uh, uh, far enough. An hour and a half or something. Yeah, it's an obnoxious From amount of where? time away. We don't know where they are. Somewhere in the Midwest. They're in St. Yeah, Cloud, which I want to say Minnesota. is in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. So I, I know where that Minnesota. is. Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota, mm-hmm. yeah. The snow is very mm-hmm. heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one has an accent, though. What? And so th- no, um, they're all California. Oh, my God. We should redo it. With Minnesotan accents. <laughs> the next one. Juno too. Can you say the no, piebalds line, the, but the ne- in next, uh, that the accent? quote has to be in Minnesota accent. Good luck, y'all. Yeah, we're, yeah, big time. Good luck with that one. So she drives out to St. Cloud, but when she arrives, only Mark is home because Vanessa's currently at work. She's been trying to pull overtime so that she can use an extra amount of PTO yep. for when the baby arrives. And have more money. <laughs> Because also, since they are adopting, that means that they don't have the same rights as your average couple having mm. a natural birth. We also didn't Which see feels it. unfair. It does mm-hmm. feel unfair. Right? Yes. <clears throat> you should get the same amount of rights. Thank you. I do want to say, we never went over his job title. Ah, Mark. yes. Yeah, Mark's type. Yet, Mark yeah. is a, he does, he is a musician, but you can't just say he's a musician. He no. writes jingles. Composer. Composer. He writes jingles for like TV shows, commercials. Titanium power. I love where she's like. (laughs) What does he say? He says he's a commercial composer. And she's like, so what is that? And he's like, commercials. Commercials. No, she starts naming like TV shows like uh, like Law and Order. And he's like, no, like commercials. He's like. Commercial composer. Titanium power. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she knows it, like off the top. It's like saying the, <laughs> it's like saying the Stanley Steamer. <laughs> Stanley Steamer gets your yeah, home cleaner. Wow. Yeah. Just I could do wow. any of them. How about Folgers? All of them. Folgers. 
Um, makes uh, Folgers. <laughs> the waking up is Folgers in yoga. Non-spons. At Not first, yet. I thought he was going to talk about the general, but I think that's a California thing. General insurance. Uh, Go to the general. Go to the general. General.com. Yeah, he's spitting some bars oh, there. We could also do like, uh, was it Farmers for J.K. Simmons? We, you know, yeah. I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> oh, man, because he's trouble. on that. Yes. Insurance companies. That's oh, great. I love it. Wow. That happened to you? <laughs> so, yeah, Mark so uh, writes jingles and paid for their entire kitchen. So, you know, he's good at his job or whatever. Yeah. Um, since Vanessa's not at since Vanessa's not home and she's at work, Mark me- mentions this, but he doesn't tell Juno not to stay. Mm. So this is where we're introduced to their weird, weird. whatever mm. relationship you want to call this. Yes. Strange. I, I have thoughts and I have opinions. At first I thought it was... I have words. At first I thought it was like, he's just trying to get to know the woman who is giving birth to his child and, what, and who she is so that the baby might actually be kind of like her and he wants to know like you know what her she, personality genes and what her personality and i don't know at first i thought that and then it got weirder yeah when he was like trying to like cover up why she was there in the next scene so um to, gets back. to set the scene a little he bit weird. mark has been weird from the beginning though Mark yeah. and Juno do bond over their shared love of music. He uh, he thinks that like the 90s were the best time of like uh, rock and roll, but she argues that it's the 70s. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what leads to them kind of understanding bonding, if you will. And so they talk about music for a while, but then he she notices like a horror movie cover of something he was watching. And so yeah. then they start talking about horror movies. So at the time when I watched this in 2007 as a 17-year-old, mm. I saw this as two people bonding over shared interest. Mm-mm. And I didn't think too broadly about it mm. as a as a 30-something watching this. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. feels uncomfortable. I feel like he should have kicked like her out. Like regardless, well, it's, it's, like it's, it's he should have kicked her out and been like, come back later. I can have a yikes button. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, it's, it's the way it's framed. Everything that was good. I'm gonna the way it's framed. Can we, can we do that? Can you do that again real quick? Hang on. Yikes. Thank you. The way it's framed, the way it's blocked, everything about it, like Jason, Ra- uh, Jason Reitman, Jason Bateman mm. not taking his eyes off of Juno. It's all very yes. kind of it feel it feels like hard candy. It yes. does. I'm gonna be honest. Like if, wow. but like reversed, but like it's creepy. Yeah. It's definitely Man's creepy. Is creepy. And I don't think there's any way of getting around this. I used to like try to okay this as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think that this this storyline is important to the movie, so I'm not like mad that it's here and I don't think it's grotesque or anything, mm-hmm. but it is uncomfy and I think it's just supposed to be uncomfy. Well, I don't I know when we're gonna bring this intention. up also, but like I also feel Bayman's character is not as excited as Vanessa about having kids. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's quite apparent from like the get-go. Oh, yeah. During the beginning of the scene, I was like, uh, I was telling Jerry, I was like, he doesn't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it already. He was too much of a kid at heart. Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay. It's not that he was too much of a kid at heart, but he seemed too immature. Correct. Yeah. And that was the impression I immediately got from him during these scenes of him interacting with another 
youthful character. Also, right? him the first scene of him go yeah going upstairs and like not coming down and starting to play music when it's you're weird. when you're having a conversation about you adopting her child with your lawyer there. with your lawyer and your present. wife and her and her father yeah, who weird. owns the Daily Bagel Beagle Bugle. Bugle. Fucker. All three different ones. Not yeah. not anything the same. Actually, funny, Joe Jana Jomison. He owns a bagel shop. And a bugle shop. And a newspaper shop. See how I use bugle there twice? <laughs> <laughs> Should I add a bugle sound? Can you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, Vanessa does get end up getting home. And Mark seems, like, uncomfortable when she gets home. Because... Um, she like comes in and he's like, oh, that's Vanessa. She doesn't like it when I sit around and watch movies and I'm not contributing, which like sounds like he's bitching. Yeah. I'm like mm. one. Okay. Like you're putting down your wife. So that's a whole separate thing. But like also he has to keep his whole personality hidden yeah. from his wife. So to me as like a 17 year old, I tried to put this in my mind as like, oh, this is his only escape to be his real true self. So I think that's how Juno sees the situation. Yeah. To give it a youthful perspective. But it is weird. It's definitely uncomfortable and it should not be happening. After this, Juno heads home and she um, comes in and Bren's like, you've been out for a long time. Like, where have you been? And so she mentions how she went over to Mark and Vanessa's to give them the photos and how she stayed a while to, sh- to watch these weird horror movies with Mark. And it was cool. And Bren's like, that's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she sees it. She yeah, sees she's it right like, away. Mark's a married man. You can't just like be hanging out there. And she's like, okay, Brenda. It's like, <laughs> oh, God, like, stop being a 17-year-old right now. Yeah. I need yeah, you to focus. Yeah. But one of my favorite lines is in this scene, too. They're just talking back and forth, and Bren's talking about how she can't have dogs because Juno's allergic to their saliva. But as soon as she moves out, she's going to get wine marauders, and Juno's like, whoa, dream big. <laughs> we used to say that a yeah. lot <laughs> Dream big. Dream big. Anytime someone said something silly. Um, And so they're both kind of frustrated with each other. At some point, Juno decides to leave again because she's going to go over to Bleak's house. But she does dump her entire Slurpee, her blue Slurpee, into that urn. The same urn that she discovered that one earlier. (laughs) And I love it. It just it brings me small pieces of joy. Mm -hmm. Reoccurring jokes are epic. Yes. And uh, so we go over and we see Juno get to Bleaker's house. There is um, a brief moment. Okay, so this is something I think maybe it's in the commentary. I don't remember. I just unlocked a memory. But Juno had been wearing a like schoolgirl skirt over Mm. her jeans Mm. to the Loring's. But then when she gets to Bleaker's house, she takes off said skirt. Mm. So I feel like that's supposed to be a thing. A representation of her dressing up to see Mark and oh. Vanessa to like look nice, but I then when she goes to wonder. see Blake, she can be herself. Whoever, she can be her natural self. Yeah, she doesn't need to impress anyone. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, they've already random unlocked memory. Motherfucker's got a bed. It's a, a car, car bed. But yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car. It's a sweet fucking car. Yeah. Nice I never ride, noticed. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah, noticed yeah, he had CD a radio and talked to other car. Oh my god, he does have a car bed. I always notice all this, like the space stuff around yeah. him. There's like astronaut like memorabilia and stuff. Yeah, 
Apparently his mouth tasted good though. Because he had Tic Tacs. Easy, Tiger. <laughs> That's what she says. She I says know, that. But like, you just picked up on that bit right there. the conversation just, going. Yeah. Apparently yeah. he well, just dropped that. Literally just ate one before that, and then they showed the zoom in. So. I know, but you, the fa- <laughs> kid's been eating Tic Tacs. Jerry, the I'm whole not movie. doubting that you can't read or see what's on the yeah. screen. I'm doubting. No, sorry, I'm not doubting. I'm questioning oh. that you just dropped that bomb on us. Like, yeah. like we were gonna talk about that scene. We were. We are now. <laughs> we're talking about it now. Um, so yeah, Bleaker uh, left some space for Juno to come over because she said that she would. And Juno kind of gives him the overview of what's been going on. She tells him about Mark and Vanessa and how she's really happy to have found them. She tells him how she spent the whole day with Mark talking about music and watching weird horror movies. Mm. And even Bleaker responds, Dude, Isn't weird. that weird to hang <laughs> yeah. out with him? And she says, Probably. <laughs> Just I feel like subconsciously she knows, but she yeah. like such a weird time for her that she doesn't no, see anything she, weird by it. Because she's, you think because she's pregnant and she's thinking. Sure, hormones yeah. are probably going crazy. going crazy. Yeah, she doesn't even know who she really is right now. No. I would imagine. No, we, to some well, yeah, degree. she doesn't. Not yeah. at all. Now there is a brief moment in the conversation where Bleeker starts talking about getting the back the band back together after everything's over, and by everything I mean the pregnancy. And um, she says, "Yeah, you know that would be great if so and so gets like their new equipment." And then he's like, "Or you know we could get back together." Bless. Oh. And instead of like dealing with this head on, she ends up saying like, "Oh, you should um you should go out with Katrina Devore." Like, she'd really like you. And, <laughs> and Bleaker responds back, like, Katrina smells like soup. <laughs> she smells like soup. <laughs> like, I, and they don't tell you what kind of soup, so just keep yeah. that in the back of your yeah. mind. But a, you know apparently, what, you know that's funny? oh, and also drink because like soup, random character. Whenever I cook soup, yeah, I feel like, you know, because you, you, you know, you're yeah, cooking onions, onions, celery, butter, carrots. Like you're doing the whole thing. You smell like that afterwards. Oh, yeah. No, thing. it's absolutely I true. Smell like that. Yeah, it is true. It is true. Jerry, you smell like soup. I smell like soup. <laughs> you smell like soup. Um, so, yeah, take soup another drink soup. because we just mentioned another character that doesn't matter. But, you oh, know. that's right. Katrina, Don't worry. We'll, uh, we'll circle back Devort. to Katrina later. Devort. Thank you. De soup is what her last name should be, though. <laughs> We have a brief moment where we sneak over to the Loring's and we see Vanessa and Mark staring at a wall where she has painted two different types of paint color and she's asking for his opinion. Mm. Now, during this time, Vanessa is trying to begin the nesting process, which is typical for new mothers to kind of create their landing for where their future child will be sure and even though that they're adopting she still needs to go through all of these steps it's important for her and so when she's asking mark his opinion on what kind of yellow they should paint the room he's like well why yellow and she's like well it's supposed to be gender neutral and i do like mark's response of him being like since when is yellow like why is yellow considered a gender neutral color what guy do you know that grew up with a yellow room yeah and obviously man. these are these are old school gender norms but i also always had the same idea of like yeah but no why like, is yellow gender guy that neutral? has a yellow room that i grew up with but that's a, again the same generation as this movie no mm. one i knew grew up with a yellow room and i think that's for good reason because yellow is a girls. fucking like, weird fuck color to paint you your entire room fucking sun you're walking into a sun yeah oh, no, that I sounds could, awful i disagree i feel like too bright i love the color yellow 
I don't know if it's maybe right for a nursery, but I don't know. it's just I lo- a big commitment. It feels like oh sure yellow. You know, know, it's just loud. It's a loud color. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like to paint a, the entire room pink, a, I would have the same opinion, and that's my favorite <clears throat> oh, color. Sure. But like, I yeah. wouldn't paint an entire room pink. No. Uh. Uh-uh. So I'd pay one uh, wall out of three. Vanessa's trying to decide between these two different yellows, and Mark says that I think it's too early to paint. And that I don't think the kid's going to come in demanding uh, dessert-covered walls because they were, like, custard or, like, cheesecake or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's also setting in the mood that Mark is not ready and he's not willing to take any of the steps to get ready because Vanessa has also mentioned how she's been reading the baby books. She flagged daddy cha- chapters just for him. Yes. And, and he's, he has not been reading them. He's not interested. He he's not interested whatsoever. No. So tuck that in your back pocket for later. Yeah, put that Sadly, in your pipe and smoke not. it. <laughs> later on, we meet up with Juno and Leah, and they're just you know being teenagers, hanging out at the Speaking mall. Speaking of pipe, they run into Vanessa, and this is Leah's first time seeing her. And at at some point, they actually end up running into her at the elevator. I love this part because it's very very sweet. But um, they run into each other. Juno mentions how the baby's just been kicking like nobody's business. I actually enjoy this part, too, even Mm. though it's in a public mall. And Vanessa's like, oh, I would love to feel that. And so Juno just literally grabs her hand and forces it onto her belly. And nothing's happening. And Vanessa feels a little like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disappointed. 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 She's very disappointed at the uh, situation. You know, she wants to be able to feel the kick. And Mm. so Juno says, you know, the best thing to do, they say, is to just talk to the baby, even though it's like 10,000 leagues under the sea or whatever. I love that line. Yeah. It's so cute. But Vanessa gets down on her hands and or gets down on her knees and starts talking to Juno's belly. And it's so fucking cute. Again, where are Jennifer Garner's flowers? Give them to her. God damn it. And so Vanessa just keeps talking to the belly and saying how much she loves it already and that, you know, like, I can't wait to meet you. And eventually the baby ends up kicking. Mm, And there's just this moment where Vanessa looks up at Juno and they just share this moment. It's really genuinely so sweet. Yes. Very surprising. It's a relief for her as well. I mean, can I say it's believable? Sure. The, the acting there was very believable of her feeling a, a kick that actually wasn't there. Yeah. But like the way she looked in like relief that the baby heard her. Well, like Portia says, I feel like, you know, Jay Garner doesn't get her flowers. I don't know. Her career seems really strange to me. Like, I feel like she yeah. just didn't get that right movie at that right time. Agreed. I just, in a way, and hear me out, like almost off the top of my head, like Jennifer Aniston. I feel like she didn't really kind of catapult. Yeah. Not like, like I would was, have expected. She was on Friends and like I feel like she was kind of, you know, I don't know, stardom was like destined or whatever. But she never had that movie that was... Actually, I tell a lie. The Good Girl with her and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. It's one of my favorite movies of all fucking time. Okay, you're welcome for recommending so that one to everyone who's listening. But I feel like Jay Garner, like I can't say... Like, 13 going on 30, I, I kind of like, okay, great, whatever. She's great in this as a dramatic role. Yeah. The mom that can't have kids or, you know, just didn't get, didn't, didn't wasn't lucky enough to have kids or whatever. 
but there's never that one movie where I'm like, man, Jay Garner in that. She like she fucking slays that. You know, like oh, you know, have you seen that one of hers? Yeah. She's she's great in that. You know what I mean? Like that sucks. No, I agree with you because yeah. I feel I like, feel like, like she, she was on. That fair. Kind of, what was the TV show she was on? Alias. I mean, that's Alias. a great show. Yeah, Alias like, was great. But that almost, was huge. Yeah, but it's almost kind of very comparative to J- Jennifer Aniston's career. Like, she was yeah. on that really popular TV show, and then she just never really had that one movie. Yeah, true. I mean, she had Leprechaun. Not like, she didn't have like, um, yeah, she didn't have that springboard that yeah. some actors get. I But I feel like that's so few and far between, because like, w- I feel the like last- you're either on a really good TV show, and you're on it for a long time. Yeah. Or you're in movies for a long time and you, you're kind of, you're known for those. It's I like, feel like, go ahead. No, please. Oh, it's like Carlton from yeah, yeah, Fresh yeah. Prince where like. He, you ever seen a movie did, with him? I've seen him on, exactly. I mean, I've seen him on game shows. Yeah. I'm sure he's fine. Like I'm, I'm not, sure he's great. I'm yes. also not saying that but these I'm people aren't happy with their careers. Like Will Smith's. Will Smith's took off and he's, look at, come on. Well, well, I'm not going to say what Will Smith does. You know, I, his I mean, twenty million dollar man. He was he's called Mr. Blockbuster we did for a Black, reason. And if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Right, he's called Mr. Blockbuster for a reason. Shameless you know? fucking plug. I think some of this, and like some of this, is like because they weren't given the right opportunities. Yes, but I think it also has to do with picking the right roles because there's Absolutely. a reason that okay, Growing Pains. That oh, show, that I show was that huge show. in the late '80s, early '90s. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest star to come out of that show, Mm-mm. Leonardo DiCaprio, and yeah. he did and he one, one season. No, no one, one season. season. He's on the final season. At the end, Dang. they needed to bring in another kid to try to gain in a new audience. Yeah. So sure. they introduced his character as like the adopted Is that when they got brother. Rid of Boner. Yeah, no, Boner was still on the show, but he was older. They needed to attract yeah, needed a new, yeah. younger they audience. Young blood. He yeah. is the the most successful not from the, that show, I would argue. Besides that's... Alan Thicke, who had already had a huge career before Growing Pains. Oh, yeah. So that's like, irregardless, that's Leonardo ended up leaving with the best career. I also so like, is that way... because he was given the things or is it because he picked the right roles? Yeah, but you, uh, b- but when you're starting out, you can't pick your role. You no, have that's to true. gain to that point that's where you true. can pick your role. Did you try I it? Also, it's a lottery, guys. It is. I also don't want to take away from the fact that pe- from people that have transitioned from TV to movie or from movie to TV. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from, say, and this is, again, because this is not scripted, you know, Brian Cranston comes to mind. Yes. yes. Malcolm in the Middle, Breaking Bad, great movie career. Yes. Not ones that you would be like always watching, but he's definitely had some roles where you're like, oh, I, you know, he transitioned well, blah, blah, blah. Like The Infiltrator, whatever. What's the I would argue that um, Jennifer Aniston has done the same, though. She's had a lot of really good, big uh, movies. I'm not going to lie. I do like the uh, it, Jennifer Aniston. I also Aniston feel like she's never Gerard hit that Butler. high. Bounty, oh, the, the, bounty, the bounty one? I yeah. It was yeah, it was like, there's funny. Bounty Hunter. Yeah, but the, but you, my po- I guess my feeling is, from my feeling, she does those type of movies. But you're looking at it, I'm looking at it like, that's a Gerald Butler movie with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, okay. Not Jennifer Aniston's mm. movie. No. no, you're right, because okay. I'm thinking Apart of... from The Good Girl. I th- no, you're right. No, you're right. You're I right. immediately thought of Just Go With It, and I'm like, no, that's Adam, Adam Sandler's, Sandler's movie. Right? And like she's, she's in, in it. it. But, but she is number two, just like Drew Barrymore would be. And just like she would be to Gerard Butler. But I also she's thought never of... She one. never had No, that, like, I thought about Horrible Bosses. One. I thought about Horrible Bosses. And I'm like, yeah, no, she's, she's not like, even... She's great in She's that. not even... Great. A, 
Yeah. She's a side character, she's though. She's a psycho in I it, saw and a she's side great. of her I've never seen in that movie. Right. But she's not, it's not her movie. It's not I her mean, movie. like, yeah. That's more Jason, like, that's more Jamie hmm. Foxx's movie than Yeah, hers. that's more Charlie Day's movie. You know what I think so is that regardless so of weird. how far we're getting, like, in the years, like, yeah. the transition from a TV show to a movie star is still a very hard transition for people oh, yeah. to go through. Yeah, or the other way Michael around. Michael Sarah is so lucky that yeah. that transition was as smooth you know as it was. was. Good? Kristen Bell's transition. Excellent. Her, yeah, her Veronica transition. Mars to everything else she's yes. fucking done. done no, absolutely. Yeah. That's a yeah. great she's example. Great but then she transition. also went back and did Veronica Mars. Like, mm-hmm. that's I mean, true. You, I mean, that's also that's also fair too. I mean, that that's great if you can go from TV to movie to TV or movie TV TV or movie TV movie. Yeah, great. I mean, do I you just, ever see any novella stars going from novellas to? What is that? Or sorry, not novellas. Novellas is Spanish <coughs> soap operas, but regular, mm. Amer- not regular, but American soap operas. Not really. Have you ever seen any American soap operas go full on Oscars? No. And stuff and awards. I mean, I I've, could be I've wrong, and maybe it. there is someone there, someone it's in there. It's a different but... type of acting. It's like, it's like playwriting or uh, go, uh, you know, performing in a theater, in a or theater something. play. Theater. 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 The real thespians. Yes. Sorry. Sorry to take us off topic. No, that was actually wildly interesting. Um, I'd like it's to also delve something into that, I've that more. About me, a too, lot, me too. And I feel if you wanted to, given when we have a break or some kind of slot that we could fill, yeah. we could talk about it more because I feel like there's so many of them. There's so many actresses. Yeah. Actors and yeah. actresses, if we're just not kind of actoring. Yeah. That... I think we're actoring now. Actors. I think yeah, they're all actors, actors now. That that just kind of didn't, you know, get that. No, and they should have, but it's not their fault. It's just the lottery. No, I feel that there's That's a lot of Why? there's a lot of stars that I followed after their TV shows ended, and I was just like, I never saw them have that role that I knew that they could have. They just weren't ever yeah. casted for it yeah the one i think of i'm sorry to bring up boy meets world and i, I swear i'll get back that. to the movie i was just gonna say that who Ryder strong yes i feel like he's a phenomenal actor he doesn't yeah. act anymore he actually teaches and mm-hmm. writes but like i wanted to see him in like a joseph gordon levitt type of yeah movie. but you see that's that's the yeah. like thing. 500 days of summer tell me Ryder strong could have Fucking Dude, do you that. know? Who? No, I bet you he could have. But I bet if you look at it, you know, regardless of if that's the one JGL wrote or not. But if you look at it and look at the trivia, did he go up for that role and just not get it because JGL was hot shit at the time? Truth. I think he could have been good in Inception. I think he would have been excellent in Inception. I think I could have if seen him in a him lot of JGL, Leo roles. He could have played JGL's role. role. But he yeah. could. But I'm saying he just. <clears throat> didn't i think given the opportunity Ryder strong could have had leonardo dicaprio's career yeah. but Bold. they didn't pick him because okay. i think he's very in a, in a very opinionated human this is just my personal opinion i don't know any yeah. fucking thing no, but fine. like no, but he I is ju- opinionated yeah he's an event opinionated upon. and i think he's strong-willed and maybe they casting agents didn't like that i don't know but i think he could have had that career mm. had he been given the opportunity and it's disappointing as a fan to never see him casted in those types of roles. Yeah, it makes no sense at this point. But he doesn't. Well, now it does because he doesn't do it. But yeah, but at the time it, it was frustrating, and I'm sure he also felt that. Getting back into Juno. <laughs> nice tangent, guys. Excellent. Round of that applause. That was fun. That was fun. So now we are in spring. 
Yay. Flowers Yay. are blooming, and so is Juno. Um, Should be popping. So we are entering our final Poppin'. trimester, and we see Juno at school, and she's on a payphone, because remember, there are no cell phones in this movie, to call Mark. Creepy I'm, as fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I cringed at this scene. Cringed a I don't care what they're talking about. Cringe. Don't know what they're talking about, because I was also too busy cringing. Yeah. So... We're basically just supposed to understand that they are very close at this time. They've we- had a lot of months together. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, the school knows by this point. Do you have to point. pay for that? Or is that all on the like dime of the school? Um, You have to pay for it. I didn't know high schools had pay phones, so like, I don't know. Some kids that are like getting fed from government pay, and they can only get the minimum of like... You pick a meal and you have a certain amount of money. I mean, but she's, that, got, she's she's got the whole left that. side of the Taco Bell she's menu right for there. All that. She is. Yeah. Damn. Oh, okay. school lunches. Yeah. yeah. You have to pay for them. Yeah. Don't or, you have to pay for all of that? Or <laughs> yes, you can put. You have a card or a number, oh, okay. and you put funds into it. Your parents will put money into it, and then you type your code in, and then that's your meal for the day. But you, if you want extra, you have to pay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fucked up. So we see Juno going through the lunch counter with Leah. They're about to have lunch break. And, like, yeah, Juno's uh, grabbing, like, everything in sight. Like, she's very hungry. She is mm-hmm. very uh, pregnant at this point. Uh, side she's note. Hungry. I know we're in, like, the Midwest. Fuck hungry. But, like, one eat. why is their school mascot a dancing elk? I don't know. Answers, anyone? Mm. I'll take them. No? Okay. Well, we're, I don't know. They're in we, we Minnesota. We might, are they in Minnesota? I don't know. You we don't know. Saint they're in St. Cloud. St. Cloud is in Minnesota. Minnesota. Do they get elk in Minnesota? I'm pretty sure there's I, snow I'm, in Minnesota. So. Oh, I know yeah. there's fucking snow, Jerry the Weatherman. I'm yeah. just saying, is there an elk? I mean, elk. I assume. Don't elk, elk live in Oregon. Minnesota? There's elk in Oregon. There might be elk in Minnesota. I, mean, I can look it up. Okay, while Jerry's looking that up, well, we'll just P-Dog say... Well, P-Dog has like, her computer, so... We'll just, we'll just say that... P-Dog's uh, looking it up. P-Dog? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to not be P-Dog if that's an option. <laughs> Northern Minnesota, there are elks. I'm sorry, where? Sorry, Northern Minnesota, there, there are elks. Uh, so, so they're in... There you have Minnesota. it. Minnesota. Yeah, but Northern. Nor- but like Northern dancing Minnesota. elks, like... What, since when do mascots have verbs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it was just a question. Elks. Multiple elks dancing? Well, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I guess mas- the, the San Jose sharks. Shout plural. out to Jerry's hometown, San sharks. Jose. Several sharks. I mean, Not sure. Not San, San Jose shark. Well, that sounds <laughs> shitty. That sounds stupid. Yeah, so it's got to be a school of sharks. Well, they, they couldn't You'll just be. A school of sharks, cool. Yeah, so it's going to be like the San Jose deer. Oh, yeah. I guess it would be kind of weird. I don't know what their high school's <laughs> called, but they couldn't just be the elks. Yeah, or deer. So, like, dancing elves. I mean, deer would be a good a chant, better. Deer, 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 deer. It's easy. <laughs> How do you chant? It's also plural, so you don't need to change it. You're not saying deers. How do you chant dancing <laughs> elves? You know what? We got to move on. No, sorry. <laughs> Let's go. Have we have to move on now. <laughs> do, do, do. do. <laughs> Dears a female deer. Dears is dears is dears. Don't array a female deer. <laughs> so, Isn't that a song? So Juno, Juno and Leah Someone's are having it. lunch, and this is where Leah mentions to Juno that um, Polly Bleeker is taking Katrina Devort to prom. 
And Juno says, that can't be true. Uh, Polly, or Bleaker says that she smells like soup. And Leah's <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so true. Her house, I went to her house once for a sleepover, smells like Lipton Lint. Oh no. <laughs> See, I love how they brought that back up. Again, that's another joke. So everyone take up. a drink because uh, Katrina divorced. So, and she smells like soup. I don't know what is funnier, like saying the name Katrina DeVort over and over again, or if it's like the fact that she spells like soup. It's like so specific. I think it's the whole thing. I, I think, think the it's soup ca- makes me like wonder what soup. <laughs> yeah, I was like chicken noodle or like some other I soup. I mean, there's a lot of soup. Because like you like can shit. you can smell like chicken noodle. That sounds inviting, but like you can't smell like clam chowder. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't but want damn, to... like if you're doing like onions and stuff, you're gonna smell soup. like onions. oh yeah, like an on- a French onion yeah. soup. Like don't smell like you can't no, smell like you can't French smell onion. Smell like a seafood stew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she smells like soup. Smells like fucking Popeye. What if she smelled like uh, she broccoli stanko. cheese? That yeah. would be lovely if you could smell like broccoli, broccoli cheese. cheese. That'd broccoli be cheese ideal. Soup? I guess so. So later on, Juno confronts Bleeker about the whole Katrina divorce situation. And I think this is Juno's hormones coming to a head. Oh, that's what I felt, too, as soon as the way she was speaking to him right here. Yeah. Because she's, like, unnecessarily mad at him when she did, in fact, tell him, like, you should go out with Katrina divorce. So, like, she's mad at something that she was pushing him to do, which, again, is why I'm like, she doesn't know how to handle her feelings. She has feelings for Bleaker. She doesn't know how to handle them. So she's pushing them away from her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then she explodes when he doesn't, like, continue to just pine after her anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of what the scene is. So you can tell that Juno is pretty frustrated with like how this goes she mentions how she looks like a planet and everyone's staring at her <laughs> so the uh pregnancy part is really starting to play a role into her psyche this is it's getting rougher you know as the pregnancy continues it gets a little little tougher after this we see judo going over to see mark once again hmm. i do like the line though at the end of her conversation with bleaker hmm. where she's like at least you don't have the evidence hiding under your sweater. Oh, know. yeah. And her shirt's working overtime. Yeah, I just thought Big that was kind time. of like a really hardcore line, which was kind of like necessary at that time for Bleaker to hear. It's no, impactful. It's, yeah, yeah, it's important. Wake Le- up, brother. Big time. It, it's the <laughs> same thing. And she's like, I'm a planet. Like, do you see? Like, I'm so yeah. large. I can't hide this. And I'm taking it I got while you, you do nothing. Months. I got you for three not, minutes. I got you for nine months. I got you ain't you going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. God, anyway. You guys really did, says. You really did watch Spider-Man very recently. Oh, I yeah. Yes. Guys are awful. Shout out to... Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, dude. Rest <laughs> You're peace. going nowhere. He's not yeah. dead. Yes, he is. He is? Macho Man died? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. This is I'm sorry new, we had to be the people to break this to you on the Juno podcast. I'm sorry, buddy. Rest in peace, Macho Man? Uh, Spider-Man re- and wrestling. <laughs> now, he was awesome in that movie. He was all right. I loved him in it. It was such a fucking random Was he? What was he called? Bone Sore? Yeah, Bone Saw. Bone Saw. nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Oh, he sounded like he needs to take shit. Yeah. Yes. He's just super yes. constipated. That's super why he's constipated. so angry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Juno goes over to see Mark once again. They're talking about music, and she brought over some stuff for him to check out. One of the songs happens to be a song that Mark, in fact, danced to at his senior prom. Creepy. So do with that what you will. And get oh. away from the 16-year-old girl from high school, bro. <laughs> I'm going to put some sirens on right now. What's man's doing? It's so awkward. So they get in closer because it's candy. a slow song. It's, um, this is by Sonic Youth, by the way. Yes, dude, if anyone wanted to know, candy. it's like a Sonic Youth album where they did Carpenter covers. I don't know. I, I, don't, don't, I don't know anything about 70s music. I'm not going to pretend to. I'm not like a classic part. rock lady. Um, so they begin slow dancing. Mm-mm. 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 And <laughs> as you can hear... From the outside, no one's enjoying this uh, currently. We aren't either. Not on the outside. Oh, hell no. Nah. So during this time, they get kind of close and quiet. Oof. And Mark finally ca- uh, gives her the news and says that <laughs> he's... Stop moving. This is so cringy. He's leaving Vanessa. And I don't know what the reaction was that he was expecting, but you Bomb know... Bomb drop. Is well, so why is. did he sell, Why did he tell her? He didn't have to. Yeah, That's for like sure. why? Why is he doing that? Like, because I'm leaving Vanessa, and there's I want a reason. You to be my new Vanessa. I, I'm I'm going to tell you the reason in a second. So he Ugh. tells her I'm leaving Vanessa. Juno fucking freaks out, and she's like, "What the fuck? Why are you doing this? Um, everything was going to be perfect. Like this was like everything I wanted. You guys are the perfect family. Why are you doing this?" And he's like, "I'm just not happy. This isn't where I want to be. Like I have one room for all my stuff. Like this isn't what I want." And she's like, "But you're old." <laughs> To which I there's a significant change on his face when she says this, but there's a part where he also looks at her and he says, how do you think about me? Yeah, I heard him say that. And so to me, he told her that he was leaving Vanessa in the hopes that Juno might be interested in pursuing a relationship with him. Mm-mm. That's my understanding Mm-mm. of this scene. I could be wrong, Mm-mm. but that's what I got from it. How do you see, how do you think about me? That's a weird fucking sentence. It's really and there's weird. only one reason you would say something like that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't yeah. like, do you think of me as like a good person? Like, no, he was saying, do you think about me when you're not here? Do you think about me during the day? Mm-mm. Do you want to be with me? Mm-mm. That's what he was saying without saying it. It's so weird. So it's super uncomfy. And I, I really appreciate that Juno immediately is like, no, 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 this isn't like, this isn't what I wanted. I thought we were just bonding over music and weird horror movies. Like, I didn't think that, that you thought this was bigger than that. Bigger than that. Exactly. Yeah. I feel so bad for her because she was like enjoying not being in the reality of being pregnant, but actually thinking this was so innocent in her part. Yeah. And it's not her fault. It's no, not her fault I truly believe that she just, she not thought Juno's of this so, so innocently and she didn't see what, where he might be coming from. Yeah. And so I don't, yeah, she's wearing that red sweater again. Oh, candy baby. Mm-hmm. Bro. I don't know if that was a, uh, a, a, I don't know if that was an intentional choice, but it feels like one. Okay, can anyway. I bring something up real quick? Because Please. we're about to end the scene where she leaves, right? Yes. So uh, Mark does, I'm going to do it real quick. Mark does this uh, thing where he's like, uh, he, Juno's leaving, 
And Vanessa walks in and notices Juno's leaving and she's crying and has tears in her eyes. And he says, oh, it's part of the process. It's hormones, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And then in earlier in the movie, Vanessa says this has happened before where someone's walked out. Someone's like changed their mind last minute and said, I want to keep my kid. That's right. Like, that's what they said. And yes. then I'm thinking about this scene. And thinking it's like, like, why? Like, why would why, they why was minds? that happening, right? Mark is the only interval variable in the situation. Mm-hmm. The constant. Absolutely. The constant, the variable, the one is that in this, the, the, yeah, the one constant that is in between everything that's changing. Mm. I feel like he did this with the last person. And because they, he doesn't want kids, and they And they, yes, and they ran out. Yeah. And that's As they should have. Yes. But now after he admits he's getting a divorce, I'm like, this isn't the first time. He said the first person got scared off also. And my whole theory is, is that he scared him off because if he's not ready now, he wasn't ready two years ago. No, No. definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. I feel the exact same way. So Vanessa does come home during the middle of their like kind of tete-a-tete. I do want to mention that. Juno wasn't a fan of Sonic Youth, but admits to him right before she's like going to leave Mark. She was like, I bought another Sonic Youth album, but it's just noise. And then <laughs> because that's the kind of like teenage yeah. sass I w- also would have had. It's also, yeah, the, the clapback that you would get. Mm hmm. And I think it's very fitting. So, yeah, Vanessa had noticed that she was crying. Eventually, Juno just leaves. And Mark does kind of low-key tell Vanessa, like, I'm, I don't want to do ready. this. Like, yeah, I'm not ready. ready. And is, yeah, that's the scene where Vanessa approaches him. And she's like, do I have to wait for you to become Kurt Cobain to have a baby? Yeah, I thought that was a little hardcore. That line was pretty that harsh. Was hard. The more I thought about it, too, I was like, that line was pretty harsh. But yes, they're not on the same page. That's what we need to understand. That's is that what- that's Mark what and I Vanessa just, right when she said that. Yeah, they're not on the same page. No. Juno ends up crying. Um, Juno ends up leaving and then crying in her car later. This apparently, this that entire shot where mm. she leaves and she's in the car and she's crying. Mm. They all shot that like after the movie had already wrapped. Like oh. it was an added scene. So I don't know if they needed added sadness to show where. Uh, Juno was coming from because maybe the cut before didn't make as much sense that she wasn't in love with Mark. She was uh, crying over the fact that like her plan had fallen apart. I think I it's love- also because they needed to trans. Sorry, no, no, no. Go um, ahead. I think it's also because they needed to show the transfer of her writing that on the that parking- note later the note on the parking ticket. Mm. It was after she was crying, so they, yeah, I added that scene so mm. that they could show it. That would make sense I'm as good. well. <laughs> Um, after this, Juno drives over to that same convenience store that we saw earlier, but she doesn't, we don't see her actually going inside. We just see her, um, laying out on the hood of her car, trying, trying to think of like what to do from here, because basically her fan, her plan has kind of fallen apart. Right. Mm -hmm. Eventually she makes a decision to write a note and we will circle back to that later. Yes. We go back to uh, Vanessa and Mark, and they are discussing divorce proceedings. Mark yeah. comes in and says um, they can do this amicable divorce thing, so they can both use the exact same lawyer, which is the same Guterous. 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 from Guterous. Guterous. Thank you. 
uh, Vanessa asked Mark if he's found a new place and he found a loft downtown and she says, aren't you the cool guy? And I hate that they kind of make Vanessa like almost a villain. Yeah. Like, like, no, she's getting left while there's a baby on the line. Like, she's not the villain. No mm-hmm. way. Anyway. I just want two separate things. During this time, the doorbell rings, and so both Mark and Vanessa get up to answer the door. Mark does catch that Juno is leaving right as he answers the door, but when he picks up the note, Vanessa snatches it out of his hand and says it's for her. So we'll walk back to that later. We go back and we see Juno finally coming home. And um, I think she mentions in the narration that she's like, I never feel like I'm far from home until I like have been somewhere else for a long time. Mm. So it's kind of like she's been in this uh, Mark world for a while and now Mm. she's like coming out of it and she's realizing how far it is from who she was before. She gets home, walks into the kitchen, and finds her dad. I love that her dad is like, hey, puffy version of Juno. Yeah, I love that line. It's so fucking cute. I love J.K. Simmons so much. I want him to be my dad. I mean, I love my dad. Don't get me wrong. But like J.K. Simmons, top tier dad. J.K. Simmons in this, Stanley Tucci in Easy A. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who told you? And so this is where Juno gets some really good advice from her dad. Would anyone like to read the quote with me? Jericho. What, with Juno and Polly? No, not Polly. Polly. Oh, no, this is the wrong one. It's this one. Oh, it's just one quote, so I'm just going to read it. You got it. I was was one ahead. Yeah, you got it. So uh, Matt gives her this quote because she asks if it's possible for two people to really be in love forever. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, it's not easy, that's for sure. Now, I may not have the best track record in the world, but I have been with your stepmother for 10 years now, and I'm proud to say that we're very happy. Look, in my opinion, the best thing you can do is find a person who loves you for exactly who you are. Good mood, bad mood, ugly, Mm. pretty, handsome, what have you. The right person is still going to think the sun shines out of your ass. That's Mm -hmm. the kind of person that's worth sticking around with. I liked that line. I loved it so much. I was like half crying during that scene. Because it's exactly what she needed to hear. It is exactly what she needed to hear. It's the inspiration that she needed to know that she truly was in love with Bleecker, which again is why I give her like so many passes earlier because I'm Mm -hmm. like, she just doesn't know how she feels yet. She doesn't know how to navigate her feelings. Figuring out herself. She's at that age. Exactly. In the beginning, she said that. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know what kind of girl I am. So the following morning, we see uh, Polly Bleeker wake up, and he opens his mailbox, and there's, like, hundreds of Tic Tacs there. We see him um, on the track field later, and he's running with the track team until he stops and notices Juno. Which, this seems actually kind of fun. Mm. Oh my god, this scene is so cute! So, so much cock flopping around Yeah, though. floppy wiener. Juno and Bleeker meet up kind of in the middle of the field. And this is where Juno uh, reveals <laughs> that she's in love with Polly. Would anyone like to read this quote with me? Um, Do you want me to? or do you want Yeah, yes, you can read Jerry the Polly parts. Um... Sure, I'll do it. I think I'm in love with you. Wait, he wanted me as Juno. 
No, I'm going to be Juno. Okay, fine. I'll be Polly. <laughs> I want to be Juno. I think I'm in love with you. You mean as friends? No, I mean for real. Because you're like the coolest person I've ever met. And you don't even try, you know? Hmm. <laughs> I try hard, actually. <laughs> I love that. I love that more so much. It's yes. So Round of applause for you. you Thank did great. you. Scene. Scene. And Beautiful. Guys, we're going to keep doing scenes like that, so get used to it. Yeah. Request them if yeah, you feel so inclined. Them. We're going to put our movies up. Tell us a quote you want us to do during the movie before we post it. Good one. So Juno um, admits she's in love with him and how the baby kicks super hard whenever he's she, around. Whenever she sees him. Yeah. It's mm. adorable. It's really cute. And then he just kind of looks back at her and he's like, can we make out now? And I'm like, <laughs> Yes, this is adorable. It's so cute. So they start kissing. Um, Leah like calls out to them, you know, sucking face like that can force you into early labor. (laughs) She just flips (laughs) them off. But it's blurred, so we can keep that PG thirteen rating. Yeah, they blurred it. Look, keep watching. You'll see it. They blur it. Why the fuck do they blur it? They blur it. What do you mean? We're already way past the one minute mark. So see, say, she's a, she's saying the line, hey, you know, you could go into early labor sucking face like that. It's blurred. It's not blurred. I can well, see it. it's out of focus. It's out, out of focus. focus. It's not yep. blurred, like pixelated. No, no, not like pixelated. Just No, it's clever. Know. The focus is on them and not the fingers. Yeah, good. I guess so. Yeah. I also would like to point out that they do a close up shot of Steve Rendazzo. Remember him from the beginning? Everybody dials up. I but, do remember him. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Rendazzo, super disappointed that he couldn't get mm-hmm. Juno. Big time. After this, we are getting into the final showdown, if you will. Baby's coming. Oh, it's 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 going. So we're back it's at Juno's going. house, and she's um, just chilling in her bedroom. Water slide Something happens. You can see her whole face change, and she's like, I'm not sure if I just peed my pants or, and her dad, like, she's screaming this throughout the house, and her dad goes, or, yes. Thundercats are go. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's the line. Thundercats are go. So Thundercats are go as Juno goes into labor. Um, she goes to the hospital with Leah and Bren. Leah and Juno Leah are just like fucking around. I love Leah, dude. She's awesome. Do you guys? Do you guys want to know a fun fact? Mm-hmm. Pause. Yes, please. So here's a fun fact. This apparently came from El- from Elliot Page's oh. new book. So okay. this is new information, and mm-hmm. I can't transpose any more deeper information than what i've seen online can we get one of those like but, news real like important news right coming in right now yes one of those beep, right beep, there beep, 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 yeah beep, one of those yep. right. perfect thank you allegedly, mm. allegedly elliot page and olivia thurlby i hope i'm saying oh, her last name i read right? this i read this i know where you're going go ahead go we're hooking up yes the entire time this Big movie time. was happening her first consensual on. female relationship, yes. allegedly, yeah. was with Olivia Thurible. She I, has I not want, responded, which her, is yeah. why I'm saying allegedly. Yes. I want so the person who plays Juno's it. friend, yes. Elliot Page and them got together. Is she an actress anymore? Yes, she's yeah. still still uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Olivia Thurlby is still an actress. She's married and she now. She doesn't talk about that. She hasn't She yet. hasn't responded. Mm. 
So that's why I'm saying allegedly because I'm like it's one person. So like technically, yeah, I can't but I really don't know say like, sure. what's in it for her. What's in it for them to lie about it? Oh, I doubt yeah. that Elliot Page is lying about it or anything. I just don't want to say something is true without knowing all the yeah, facts. Yeah, I gotta know both sides. Everyone yeah. experimented in their teens. You know what I'm saying? True. But allegedly, they were they they be having sex the whole movie, and at one point, like what? a makeup artist was like, "Y'all, whatever you guys are doing." Can chill. you stop? <laughs> yeah, like, Everyone knows. Chill. Yeah, Everyone like knows. you're doing a lot. So, the, the you know. Whole, the whole scene would know, yeah. So if Leah and Juno seem especially like they have good chemistry, there might be a reason. Mm-hmm. I hope it's true. Yeah. I, want it to be I true. hope it's true, I too, because I true. also thought the same thing. I was watching this and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's so funny wait you brought that up because I completely I forgot I hope about it's that. allegedly true. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get sued. We're not going to get sued. Dude, we're going to make it big soon, so. Oh, you worried about getting sued now? Yeah. They should listen to the previous episodes, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't listen to our previous episodes and sue us. But yeah, allegedly, that's what was going on. I didn't want to say it too early, so it would be a distraction throughout the entire movie. No, it's good that you brought it up right at the end. (laughs) Allegedly, that was happening. So we see... So we see Juno going through labor. I do love the scene between her and Bren where they're talking about she needs the uh, spinal block. Oh, yeah. And uh, Bren says, it's called a spinal block. You can't have it yet, honey. The doctors said you're not dilated enough dilated enough and juno's like i have to wait for it to get worse yeah i like that <laughs> but i like bren's response and she's funny. like well honey doctors are sadists who like to play god and watch lesser people scream <laughs> <laughs> shout out to alice and Danny for just yes. being the fucking queen dude she's great in this she really is she really is so good in this so much cock and so through much um pain i assume juno does eventually deliver the birth and if you're curious they did use live birth uh like footage to make that happen um it's not as graphic as knocked up which actually shows like the crowning part which i think is like way more grotesque this just so shows the baby like with blood like it's not that doesn't have like uh it's not that spaghettios all over it it's called viscera spaghettios yeah that's what they used to use in the movie the spaghetti sauce yeah back in the movies when they did Spaghetti. Back in my day, okay. but back in the old movies, they used to cover them in like pasta sauce. Spaghetti, oh, the babies. Oh, we'll put I'm not even joking. Throw a slap of gabagool on there or yeah, something. Yeah, no, no, that's gabagool. That doesn't. That would look Capicola. weird. Pieces of meat all over them. That would be weird. <laughs> now, while Juno is in labor, no one told um, Polly what was going on. Because he had a really big meet with uh, Mantigo. I don't remember the city. But he runs his race, looks into the crowd. I assume that Bleeker didn't see Juno and mm. knew that that was the reason Juno wasn't in the crowd. Was oh, he because knew right he away. Was, she was giving birth. Once he finished first place, he ran. Yeah, so as, as soon as he won his race, he fucking ran to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, it okay this scene is really heartbreaking to me this like song that they play in the background in the right mood i will just cry on a dime but it's um (laughs) sea what's the sea of love by cat powers i want to say okay okay and during this montage we kind of get a wrap-up of everything so we see vanessa coming by she's meeting the baby for the first time she's gonna hold the baby for the first time it's emotional 
It's very emotional. Bren is there and uh, Vanessa ends up turning around and asking her, like, how do I look? And she's like, like a new parent, scared shitless. It's like so fucking cute. We see uh, Bleeker arrive to the hospital as Mac and Juno are sitting in the room after she's given birth. I do like right before he gets there, Mac, um, Juno's dad tells her like, one day you'll be back here on your terms while she while he's rubbing his head and she's kind of like softly kind of sobbing. Blah. And it's really yeah. It's really cute because this movie is so funny. Like it's so comical. They're trying to make light of most uh-huh. of this and in this final these final moments we kind of get to see their real emotions come the through. Deeper emotions. It's really cute. Daniel wanted to say um it's not important. It's just that we never get it a montage. We haven't had a montage in a, in a long while. time. This is a montage. It it's is. a montage. It is, is a it montage. A montage. That's what it's he said. It's a montage. Daniel just it said a montage. montage. Guys. It's oh all God. different kinds of moms simultaneously. Yes. Wow. Shout out to all the moms. Thank you, mom. Love you guys. And so after uh, Bleaker gets there. Mac kind of pats him on the arm. Although I told Jerry in this moment That's that true. earlier Mac had said, like, when I see that Polly kid, I'm going to punch him in the wiener. <laughs> yes, dude. And I kind of <laughs> wish wish he had, like, punched him in the I wiener. I wish there was a deleted scene. I, not that I condone violence or. No, like, no. But a little sack tap would have been funny. <laughs> you know? It would have been funny. You know? I agree with that. Sorry. He broke, he broke, you made me break character. Good. But it does. Good. It, like breaks and builds my heart at the same time but when bleaker gets into the hospital bed it's, with juno yeah, yes. yeah. <sighs> that was the part Stop where i was like lights. hold it i got this this is cute and then our final scene shows the note that juno had ended up writing to the montage it's all in the montage which we're calling it a montage right Yes, yes montage okay. yes because there's multiple moms yes. so uh vanessa had hung up this note in the kid's bedroom which is painted yellow i might add custard i think mustard oh did she go with mustard it looks like dijon yeah it looks that like, looks like dijon it yeah. definitely yeah. looks thank mustardy you, yes thank you chef yeah. and the note says vanessa comma if you're still in i'm still in uh, juno it's really fucking which sweet this was the point when a certain Good. someone no. might don't have, tears have teared up a little bit, but like so maybe over, it was so random. Like I was fine with the birth yeah. and him but then cuddling. You see that. And once the note what's, came up, what is it about I that? broke immediately. It wasn't, it wasn't. I did too. What is it, it about that? I don't. It was. I don't know. But it was a, as soon as the note went onto the wall, boom! I started. I was in the middle of talking when the note came. No, up. it was. In he looked at me sentence. and he was like, "I and didn't I know said, that was the note." I started crying as soon as it came on the TV. I was in the middle of a sentence of something else about the movie. So you you weren't even necessarily paying attention to that, but then you no, saw I was it. like, "Yes, it was a montage." I was kind of like, montage. like, kind of like a montage. I was kind of like taking it in and listening and sure. stating something that I just but saw, then you and then to just look immediately over. cut myself off and started crying. And I looked at him and I was like, I was trying not to pick one to make you cry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Jerry and I be crying at everything. But yeah. I'm not I'm not going to lie. This we do. Daniel just said he was crying. He just didn't admit it. 
This is so okay. literally just said that. Right, good. This is so beautiful. I'm, I'm okay like I I somehow love this movie now more than I did then. Yeah. So, honestly, I didn't know so that was I. possible. I, I, you know, watching things again in, you know, the hundreds that I am, it's interesting looking back on stuff when you watched it for the first time, like Juno or something that you watched when you were a teenager or I was a teenager. I don't know. I just get kind of, you know, there's more, uh, I don't know if it's understanding or kind of um, compassion because you, yeah. you, you're kind of like you, either you've gone through it too. Or yeah, I was going to say yeah. it's either the fact that you've gone through it, it or watched other people that you have a whole different concept on this. Yeah, I mean like, okay, so from 2007 to 2024, like I've had more life experiences than I did from X till 2007. Oh, yeah. So... You know, from then till 2007, I had X, but then from 2007 till 2024, I've had more, I've done more, I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through more. Which is also more relatable to this movie. Yeah, or like, or like whatever it is, you yeah. know, like, you know. Something um, could have happened in that time that was relatable mm-hmm. now, and now it's just the whole movie is kind of kind of attached in relatability. Mm-hmm. Or like being in my late, tw- late, late 20s that I am, you know, I've matured in like the kind of feelings yeah. about things you know so i don't know i don't know what it is i mean like you know watching it for a second maybe third time this one it's not often yeah not as much as you but enough that you were familiar with the story I'm, yeah. I'm, oh yeah i mean like I, I i guess i remember movies well even if i've seen them once but it's nice to revisit things like this mm-hmm. especially in such a big gap for not watching it and you pick up on other things you never you pick yeah other things remember. or just you you realize that jk simmons in it for instance like i didn't realize he was in that you know no actually day. like i i you know i've watched this movie a thousand times this was one of those movies that like i own the dvd so when i didn't have or couldn't <laughs> afford cable at the time mm, like rewatch rewatch yeah rewatch. i rewatch rewatch I that rewatch too. Yeah. and i didn't i i had seen spider-man a million years before this i didn't even put that connection together yeah, until that, recently yeah. and i was like oh shit <clears throat> and then <coughs> sorry <coughs> But then I realized, like, oh, I really did fall in love with Michael Sarah during this movie mm. because I literally watched his career for uh, quite a few years. This also, I might have also seen this before I saw Superbad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this might have informed your entire opinion about him. Yeah, true. Because I based mean, honestly, on that. he's not in it a lot. Like, no, he's, he's not, like he's not the main. No, I mean, Lee is in character. it more than he is. Mm-hmm. So you, you know? didn't like him in Superbad then. No, I loved him in Superbad. Okay. There's something about him. I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know if he like did me wrong. More cock. Yeah, I don't true. know if he did me wrong in something. I don't know. I just... Look, ask me again in a week and I'll change my opinion. I mean, yeah. like I've already told you, Scott Pilgrim, love. Yeah. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, I watched on my own accord. Yeah, I you actually know, enjoyed I didn't that need, one. I didn't need whoever at the time. You know, I was probably working at Blockbuster. Do you want to read the book? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I remember The book's kind of interesting. I'm still trying I read to the make book last year because I had never read the book before. I'd only seen the movie, but I recently read it. I think it's down here somewhere. Yeah. Is it right. worth reading? Like, would you recommend? That thin one. Damn it, Jerry, the book. <laughs> Got it. Um, the last scene of Juno is... So we have a giant is... bookshelf with a ladder and it slides around. <laughs> so the last Thank scene you. is um, we hit our final season and it is summer. We see Juno biking over to Bleaker's house and the two of them play a duet version of a song that we heard a little bit earlier in the yes. movie called 
anyone but you. But it's actually kind of cute because it's so authentically, uh, like, oh, it's disgusting. Like, like live. Yeah. It doesn't feel. It's so oh, improvised. I, and I, I like it. I think the first time I saw this movie, I must have died during that fucking scene. I think that must have made me cry because, yeah, it like, have. it's so fucking cute. And yes, yeah. like, I really was super obsessed with this album the soundtrack i was very into like my indie phase during this time i was listening to like a lot of death cab for cutie so like you know yeah true yeah. i was my just like feeling this whole vibe um but that Twisted is souls. a wrap to juno tell me everything you thought what i you- like this movie though fun fun facts whatever you got i i'll i take guess them. i went into it thinking oh fuck juno like oh fuck like why i'm away yeah but, but in watching it, talking with you, and kind of just maybe not you, Jerry, but yeah. in talking with you and you, yeah. but more so your kind of um, your thoughts on this is why I think I do this mm-hmm. and why I love movie is movies. Yes, why I love movie. Same. Thank you. Dear. I love movie too. Why I love lamp. I love lamp. I love <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's it, I think it's a platform for where we can talk about things, obviously, but also get different opinions on things, and I love it because I don't know if I would have watched this again. Just yeah, because did it's you enjoy like the it. rewatch? Was it one of those things where you like rewatch and you were like, "Oh, this is better than I thought," yes. or was it like, yes. "Oh, that was enjoyable"? No, it was better than I thought it was because I think I'm older now. I'm not any less, I'm not any more mature than I was a hundred years ago. But <laughs> I, there's something about it now where I just kind of, I don't know if it's like resonating with with me more or I'm just in like in a more emotional state. Yeah, same. Yeah, but, same with me. Um, you maybe I, feel I, I, closer I like to the do. subject matter yeah. where like, oh, kids, like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, 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 it could be that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, babe? Um, I think that when I watched this movie for the first time, I was like a little annoyed because it was like the indie music was like, okay, this is like trying way too hard. Yeah, it was like too much for you. Yeah, but and then like rewatching it now and like the other time, uh, sorry, our mascot Sid is drinking water and he drinks like a fucking walrus. (laughs) That's what it sounds like in case you were wondering. It sounds like a walrus. It's so loud. And he's a small chihuahua. Keep that in mind. Um, anyways, this movie, I first saw it, I thought like, okay, let's kind of like cliche and like whatever, watched it again as an adult, not re not now this time I watched it. I still learned more, but mm. I think the last, this last time I watched it, I kind of like a- appreciated the, the whole story arc and line of Juno herself. Yeah. Cause she goes through time. it. Like w- watching her and all the stuff I've learned between the time, like you said, uh, watching the movie has been years, hmm. but rewatching it again now kind of like formed my full opinion of her. And as a, as a teenager going through it, I understood it more as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Same thing. Like I understood why she had that relationship with Jason Bateman. I can understand how she looked at it from a different perspective and it changed everything for me. This time I watched it, I was like, Oh, I can understand how she was so like naive to what was happening. And I understand that better now. And then also just like the arc of 
her like actually like having to go through it and release the baby and then like her crying at the end and her being really emotional like it made so much more sense because the first time we watched it i was like oh here's the lull in the movie like you could yeah, shut it yeah, off yeah, before yeah. she gives birth so yeah, that yeah. it's just fun the i whole may time. have even closed it before yeah. you know the first time i watched it like, exactly because it's like oh it's not fun after here but like as an adult i'm like you kind of need that reprieve you need mm-hmm. that point where like a emotions cuddle. come through. A cuddle. well you need that completion of the yeah. kind of the journey you can't watch it and then like just drop off it's like you need to know yeah. I made th- I made this term up right now, but when you put a baby in the burrito, what do you call it? Baby burrito. Where you ba- make a baby in a type burrito? What is that called? Oh, it's um when you're uh oh fuck swaddling swaddling. So yeah. like this part, you need a good swad- swaddle at the yes. end of the movie. Yes, I want to so be swaddling the audience. Yeah, hugged in the type blanket. If you're, not, yes. if you're not swaddled at the end of a movie, uh, good or bad or uh, action or yeah. a horror movie, if you're yeah. not swaddled. You won't come back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I felt very swaddled. Do y'all want some trivia before we give our final ratings? Hit me. Yeah. So J.K. Simmons said that he was so impressed with the script that he would have been happy to just play the teacher who has no spoken dialogue, anything to appear in this film. And I think this is true because he is also in Jennifer's body as a teacher for like five seconds he's in that movie for five seconds that's so funny but he's in it so he must really enjoy diablo cody um the hamburger phone in the movie is owned by writer diablo cody so another reason why she's my favorite up and buy that phone there's a comic book that mark um gives to juno earlier and he says that the comic book reminds him of juno this Mm. comic book is called the most the most fruitful yuki it is a japanese manga series and it is about a pregnant superhero in 2001 it was published as a one-shot comic but followed its appearance in this movie it has subsequently been translated into many languages and has gained a cult following so if you were curious about that comic it really exists oh so that's pretty cool uh, most fruitful Yuki, in case you guys were concerned. <laughs> the pork swords on the track team were oh, achieved by hanging balls from the inside of waistbands of their shorts. Director Jason Reitman then asked the boys to kick up their knees when they ran so the balls would really bounce. <laughs> Um, I guess I was wondering about that. I don't know why. Yeah, don't don't ask me why. I was wondering. I mean, there's a lot of cock. Yes. Some of these I gave away. Um, no cell phones were used in this movie. Juno yeah. was the Roman goddess of childbirth and marriage. Yes, so married to the Zeus. Correlation there. And um, the last thing was the whole like pa- uh, Elliot Page revealed that he and co-star Olivia Thirlby were in a Knocking romantic boots, relationship. Mm during this movie so final rankings i will take um pie balls i will give this 7. i will accept five uh, sonic Titans. youths uh whatever did you hear know ism you want did you hear no i didn't <laughs> okay do you want me to do it again yes 7.5 phuket thailands phuket thailands i like it thank you i think i said what i needed to say so i won't give you any more fair Jerry, go. I'm gonna give it eight point five. I can tell already. No, um, I like this movie, but not not that much, sadly. So I'm gonna give it. This might be one of my mediocre lower ratings. Wow. Okay. 
And you gave it an 8.5. 7.5, baby. Yeah. Um, I do like this movie, but I'm it's nothing against the person it's who It's totally it. okay. I'm going to give it... It's a safe space, 6.5 pork swords. Pork swords. Thank you for Beautiful. using pork swords. I, I commend you for that. Someone needed to. I was going to say 7.5 cats, but that seemed a bit too on the nose. I do want to say one more thing before you go. There's a yeah. song called Doll Parts that was created by Courtney Love, yeah. but it actually wasn't. She actually, the, the singer for Hole was the, and the guitarist for Hole, the yeah. band, was actually the co-writer and she left him out of it. So it actually wasn't just Courtney Love. I just want to mention that. No, that's important. Shout out to Eric um, Erlanderson from Hole. Hell yeah. I have to say that like I, I've never been a whole fan because I'm not a fan of Courtney Love. Mm-hmm. However, Doll Parts is a good song. So Yes. I'm gonna give it some side thing. But like fair that it's not her that's the only writer. Yes. So that makes me feel better. Mm. Um because this is my pick and because it, it is an all time favorite of mine, I am gonna give it quite a high rating. So I think Yeah, I'm gonna 8. give it. A, I'm gonna give it a nine. 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 Is that the highest rating of this year? Guten Rose. That's also yeah. German. Nine. This is the highest rating yes, I've but ever. That means no. Yeah. Not no. I don't have nine. a rating. It's so good. This is the highest rating I've ever given. Period. So far. Is it really? So I'm giving it nine pie balls. Wow. Good job. That's a lot of pie balls. What'd that's you give a it? Lot pie of balls? Cock. What'd you give it? No, Phuket Thailands. I gave it seven point five Phuket Thailands. Okay. Seven, seven point five. I don't well, know. Someone could... gave her pork swords, so yeah, I appreciate yes, it, Jerry, because we know you've got kick on the yeah. mind. Um, yes. This has been so fun. Kick. Thank you for doing this Oscar run with me. No Thank worries. You. This Thank was you. awesome. Let's do it again next year. Yeah. Yeah. Big cool. time. Season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh shit! shit. Is it Michael next episode? week? Yeah. Oh. Fuck. So next week we are not. We are <laughs> not going to be doing. I am. Okay. So my question is: mm. Next round, are we doing free picks or are we doing Razzies? Let's say we do. Um, Should we do Razzies for February or just go free pick? If it's a free pick, I'm gonna do a sequel. Ooh. We do need I'm to have a done. sequels month. I don't want to do too fast and furious. I got I'm too much shit. No, no, no. To, he's doing, doing that? that one. Oh, yeah. Thank God. You got other sequels to choose from. I do, don't I? Would they you do? like to? Should we do sequels next? Is Let's that do, what's gonna oh, be next? Shit. Should we do a sequel? Let's okay. Do a How about this? Let's go. <laughs> or free week. I free ball. Free week. We can free ball. Yeah. I, I, I or just, swords. I've got cock on the brain. Um, I'm going to go back over season one. Okay. And look at the ones that I've started sequels. Started well, franchises, sorry. And maybe I'll pick John Wick too. I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. And if we don't do sequels, I'm okay with free picks. Because I think we need to add a more more, more uh, sagas yeah. to be able to pick from. I also that feel could like, also help. I, I think you're right. I feel like we need to finish. Let's what do we a free start. pick this week. Okay, free pick. I say we free pick. Free and ball. Pick something. Free pie If balls. you want to pick something for yourself or, or someone else that can pick a sequel from it. Or okay, Porsche's got a hand up. You know, I was gonna say yes, I was man. like, there's there's some sequels that other people want to pick. Like for example, Jerry wants F, to do the fast, yeah. yeah too fast. I'm not doing that, I, and I'm not going to do Tokyo. I personally don't want to do Twilight New Moon, but I know oh, I love New Moon. Jerry wants to. So do you? Yeah, yeah I just want to pick a clip. So like whenever you we get there. Okay, yeah. can we? I know we're doing And this. I'm going to do Tokyo Drift. Yeah, so I like, know we're doing you know. this like while we're like on yeah. air. But can we write down that we know who's doing what so that... That's what if, that calendar over there is oh, for, Oh, shit, Cat buddy. Wars. What's up, baby? 
Yeah. All right, we'll do that. So next week, we are doing free week. Stop it. So, Daniel, do you have a pick ready? Absolutely not. Not yet. So we will keep you guys posted. Something with CAC. Yes. So we'll keep you guys posted. There might be polls. No, no, no. That's not for a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Portia will be out of town. And then when she comes back, it will be the day that we record. So Okay. Um, I'll have something, obviously. We'll figure out time. Someone will pick something for me. Yeah. So I guess you'll just have to follow us on Instagram so Love you guys. know what's up. Yeah. All right. But this has been fun. Thank you guys for watching this movie with me. Um, it's been a lot of fun. You can find me on social media. I'm on YouTube uh, at Portia Laurie, and I'm also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's right. All the links down below. And uh, we love you guys. And I hope we uh, see you next week. Thank you for all the plays, by the way. And Thanks for sitting you, down with the cinema. Good evening, Sit down. Good night okay. and good luck. Yeah. And good. Go. Yeah. I love you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Pork. Swords. Good evening. Pie balls. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Pie balls. Pie balls. Pie balls.